want to know what a zero wrote in his family's receipts. There's no fucking money. You're supposed to be earners. That's why you got the top tier positions. So each one of you go out to your people on the street, crack some fucking heads, create some fucking earners out there. Welcome to Good Earners. For those that are new, welcome to our show. This is not a show about money. <laughs> but those that have already been here, y'all know how we give it up. <laughs> here on Good Earners, we like to talk about family, finessing, finances, and feelings in the world of Tony Soprano, bringing you a new perspective, a fly perspective, and a black perspective. We're kind of having an intervention this episode. Whoa, 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 whoa. You killed a dog? No, not my dog, but the dog. When it when when it when we first started, you your pod- dog? yeah, I, I know, and I I need to share this. I got to get this off my chest. When we first started podcasting, we used to break down themes and concepts, but now because of the blackness, we can no longer function as soprano podcasters. <laughs> but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Who's doing the intervention? Who's oh, leading? I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing the intervention. Hold on, <laughs> but. <laughs> I th- you the guy that snuck in the Popeyes at one time and stole all the chicken sandwiches. Hey, we're not here to judge. <laughs> not, not to mention a scumbag. Hilarious. Y'all brothers, man. How y'all doing, man? Taking it easy, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't lie, man. I, I I know it's fucking ridiculous, but but I feel like the Reverend, the Reverend Rodney King Jr., you know? <laughs> that's how I feel. Man, I was definitely gonna bring that up. Oh yeah, man, that's, I did that's not how, know Rodney I, King was a reverend because he's not. Because he's not. But uh, Tony, Tony, even what he said, see, that nigga racist as fuck, bro. And Tony, that's even even Tony, like he knows so much stuff. But even when it when it comes to anything black, it's still funny that he doesn't. It's like, bro. He thought that there was no way this nigga could be on TV getting all this sympathy if he wasn't at least a reverend. I don't know him to be a public official. He at least got to be a reverend. Like this nigga That's is Martin so Luther King. Like got to be. He has to be. Only reason that people care about this nigga, bro. Crazy. Oh, um, before we get into our episode, uh, so just to up- update you all again, because my my brothers, my friend, these friends of mine. They're going to continue this thing. They're going to keep it going. They're going to come with more content every week. We're going to hold off on finishing the season. Like I've told y'all before, for those that are new, y'all just go back to the last episode. I've already broke it down. But my wife is with child, so there's nothing you could do but get prepared for that. So, but these brothers, they're going to continue the Sopranos. Your wife is with child. Hey, you hey, I don't just saw- take care of your kids. <laughs> the police don't even take care of your kids. The movies you taking time, taking time off like you movies work to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> you mean child support? Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> no, but so they're they're going to continue on. So y'all be on the lookout, y'all. Uh, what they do and what they'll put out as far as these analysis and different concept episodes. Y'all stay tuned in. We will finish. Uh, season four and continue uh, to to the rest of the seasons and beyond. But in the meantime, when they're gonna be putting out content until I return, because um, they're just good like that and they're gracious like that. So I appreciate both of them. Um, and not only Absolutely. do I appreciate, 
appreciate them. I appreciate our listeners coming. We got, I don't think I've spoken about quick, it before. Yes. Real quick to give it to them logistically, logistically expect about a three to four week hiatus on the episode breakdowns as we usually do in the feed. So expect about a three to four week hiatus on that because Mo is going to be out. However, Rich and myself will make sure that we provide you with content. So do not stop checking the feed. It will still refresh for you. And we will have character breakdowns, maybe even some trivia. We haven't decided yet. But for the next three to four weeks, it will be Rich and I doing some additional content. Back to you. And this and this will actually be the perfect transition because, Mo, I know you just talked about listeners. We'd even love to hear from some of y'all. If you have any ideas of something you would love for Spike and myself to talk about in the mm-hmm. Sopranos world, mm-hmm. we can use that as an episode one uh, one week while Mo is out. So, um, yeah. Mo, yes, in your court. Flood, flood, flood. In order to get that to them, y'all immediately need to run over to Good Earner Pod underscore Sopranos. DM us there. Y'all have to immediately if y'all want a concept and it's something that doesn't. But these have to be concepts that don't spoil the future episodes. That let's get that out of out the way. So if y'all want something in mind that's a really good one that we will consider, y'all have to immediately go over there or email us at goodearnerpod at gmail.com or even leave a comment on our YouTube. That's immediate, though, because if not, you will miss out and they'll just continue to create based on the great minds that they have. Uh, one listener to highlight, uh, GS Money Baby Double XL says, great review for... <laughs> Great review. That remind me of school email. All right. Uh, but he says, "Great review." One of the best episodes. He's talking about last week. Whoever did this, and he says, uh, "A good farewell to Ralphie, one of the best characters of the series." And yes, he was involved with the fire. The writing was on the wall since the last episode, and it was retaliation uh, for. Valentina, the mm-hmm. Tracy's, Valentina. the tra- and the Tracy plus the Tracy situation plus uh, promotion for captain. Ralphie uh, says Ralphie Ralph's death will have lingering consequences for Tony uh, in the future, especially in the April crew. Appreciate the podcast. Look forward to the next episode. So, shouts out to GS Money Baby. Uh, double XL. Shouts out when to that mixtape dropping. Boy, it's a rapper name right there. The it really is though. GS Money um, Baby. We appreciate you. Pointed in the strip. Club. Yeah, Bricks yeah, V. No, he directs. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bricks V. He said uh, he just he spoke some good things. He talked about how funny it is when I'm talking about something and how Spike Lou just immediately is lost or like not not on or whatever I'm talking about. Well, this is pretty much normal. Go go check out another week of the books. Um, but he also said this this is the term of dark tony um and i'll speak a little bit more to that in our episode review um and i think we had another listener that had dm'd us about probably a previous episode um i'm not gonna go into it but shouts out to him for dming us as well um but nonetheless here we are let's get into the episode we're not gonna hold y'all up without further ado here we are spike lou what episode are we reviewing today this is episode 10 of season four entitled the strong silent type to start this episode chris takes a seat in the wrong place and it sparks some concern amongst the family and friends carmella she does a big chop tony wonders has anyone heard from ralph and the crew they wonder what could have happened to him 
Furio, he made it back to New Jersey, and Adriana turns to Carmella for help with Chris. Holly has some new art that he's hanging up, and Tony consults with Junior on how to handle some things. Carmella com excuse me, Carmella confides in Roe, and John and Tony discuss real estate. The group has a sit-down with Chris. This is a long episode, as you see, season four, episode 10, The Strong Silent Type. Uh, I can't wait. I'm going to talk about that title a little later, but I want to get us kind of moving into this. Um, so we open up. Chris is. Hold on, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mo. I don't. I know we've been doing this. I'm just. This is just the last one before we get to the episode. I just want to say it right now. Spike alluded to this a couple episodes ago. If you are easily sensitive, I'm gonna be laughing my ass off at the most darkest. Oh yeah. Ignorant. You're right. Dark humor shit throughout this episode. I just want to let y'all know. I mean, I, I think that our audience, you guys, know us at this point. Um, some of this shit is <laughs> the right up my alley as far as humor. Dark humor. Just goofy shit, and it starts with the first scene. So I just want to let y'all know, if you if you, if you were easily uh, offended, wait till skip, wait till next week. This one. Yes, please. Yes, a lot of ignorant shit going on. I love that y'all did that. Yes, absolutely. Disclaimer: We're not insensitive to people that actually have this problem, drug um, drug usage issues, and and addict and things like that. We're not or pet lovers, pet lovers, <laughs> in, <laughs> or abusive relationship. People were not insensitive to any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my laughing as something else, but we're going to do a lot of laughing here. So please, if you're a Soprano fan, you should already know how funny it is. But if you're just listening because you happen to come across this, we're not insensitive. We know these things happen. We know people really go through these things. But this show is not that. We I, I'm going to say, like I said to the listener, we keep it light in a world so heavy. All right? So... Chris is getting his fix. First question I got to ask y'all. What the hell is this show? That's this, Little Rascals, this monkey? man. That's Little Rascals. That was my Little show. Rascals, man. Black and white? Yeah. You, hold on. Time out. Time out. Please do not tell me you thought Little Rascals was the movie that came out in the 90s. I, Don't I, tell I, me you I, thought course. that shit was original. Of course. Bruh, that's a that's a remake that's of a the remake Black and White show. Yeah. Shit, Eddie no, Murphy on Saturday Night Live used to do the Buckwheat, and that was in the 80s. Now, the only, one that, matter, only one that matters is the 90s, because they got this monkey messing with this little black girl. What is this? What are Bruh, we it was it, Black and White no time. You see it? That's how it was. Yeah, it was. It, that, this, those are some. <laughs> now, I used to watch. I had this age is me, but I used to have those shits on VHS. Like you had a whole collection that you could order the old little rascals. Mm -hmm. and them the shit. the 80s, one? That's funny. Nah, nah, that one, them longer than the 80s, bro. That's that's like the 20s. When did VHS tapes come out? VHS tapes were in the 80s, yes, or 70s or whatever it may be. I didn't know they was that far back. I'm not sure if you've ever seen a VCR mo, but I <laughs> this, guy. this was in the now this was in like the 90s when I had the tapes so on. They that just like remastered them and resold them. You know those late night. Remaster, redid, order yeah. the whole set on VHS. Like I, I ordered one of them joints for the little rascal. That shit was fire too. It used to be my favorite shit. It, it, uh, it released in uh, Japan in the early seventies. So the VHS, the VHS, yeah, the VHS, yeah. So okay, so it's a little bit before. I, I didn't realize seventies though. Um, you know, it was no, 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 not seventies. Like the show. It was like 1955, like the 50s and all that stuff. Oh, but it was films. I mean, it was... Uh, it was filmed on, on film. real. It was like, like yeah, yeah, like the same shit that uh, this wonderful... Um, what is it called? A Wonderful, a wonderful Life? life. Yeah. A Wonderful Life. Yeah, the same That's... shit that was filmed on. It's like that. <clears throat> it's back in the old times, I believe. 
I shouldn't be surprised by this, but I'm really am shocked that you thought the little rascals was like, was like an original script in 1994. Like you didn't know it was based off the TV show. Well, that's the thing. It's like you like 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 Nutty Professor. Like you wouldn't know. Oh, the Nutty Professor. This came from this movie from back then. Like I didn't know that. Like you might not have known it in '96, but I, I felt like most people know that today. Yeah, today. But even this right here, I just. I guess the monkeys throwing me off. I'm sorry. I, I just nigga, they had a they had a black nigga named Buckwheat. Nigga, what you thought was what you thought this shit was about? <laughs> wait, wait, and he was stereotypical boy. That nigga used to talk funny and everything. Oh man, yeah. damn. This, this is I what saw, I saw. <laughs> this is what Sopranos do. They they just do straight. They they hit. They do straight bullet racism. This this ain't. This is about Chris getting high, and instead of focusing on the fact that like, bro, this nigga is out of it. He's on junkie level. Let's just still throw the monkey and the black girl in it. <laughs> like just to, like boy. it's just whatever. That's I, a I boy. That's not yeah. That's not a girl. That's buckwheat. Oh my bad. Buckwheat. Buckwheat and the monkey. You know. Um, I'm not I'm not sensitive to y'all. So this is not the black plight conversation. It's it's just funny how it's stray bullets on the racism. Like that's all. But what was you gonna say, uh, Rich? Uh I don't know, man. I don't know. But okay. <laughs> I'm just laughing at you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let me ask this. Is Cosette sleep? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> before the sit before the like, sit yeah, she's, she's sleep right there because the eyes are open because <laughs> he might just be chilling though i got a little you know, bit no no, no you ever had a dog no i haven't but let me dog. tell you i work and they keep the dog upstairs in my job they keep both dogs upstairs because they they know us so they just mind their business but bro cosette eyes look open okay now, do dogs like a, do with a that? dog would do that though? Yeah, nah, they'll be yeah, no. okay. Because I got hot take. She really thinking that she she probably couldn't believe that he was gonna sit. No, on <laughs> no, 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 no. When you see the back of this nigga's knees, you need to move. <laughs> nah, dog. <laughs> When you see his dirty underwear that close, I don't know why a dog would still be chilling there. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. This is when why I'm asking. down kind of quick, though. Nah, like, he I wasn't moving like, fast at all, bro. Nah, I'm telling you, wait. The, the, he, didn't, he wasn't moving fast, but the flop was quick. So, like, having a little dog like that, like, they'll look at you like, like he ain't got the audacity. Like, you act like you're finna fuck with him, and they won't move. Like, yeah, right. Like, you know, yeah, the little dog's like, tough. It's yeah, the little dogs that you gotta worry about. Look at you like, ain't no way you finna do this. Oh man, it, that, that split second between ain't no way and I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> fuck pussy. <laughs> and that, that little, hey, what fucked me up is the little. <laughs> you, heard, you heard the little. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's it. it, it like damn. It I mean, so it just crazy. got me because the dog. I'm looking. I see the eyes. I'm like, there's just this no. Nigga. Normally, they reflexes like the like the dog in my job. Like. Even when hear anybody coming upstairs immediately, like perk, like you know what I'm saying. So I'm just like, I'm not. Ah. There's no justification. He's high. He he was out of pocket, no doubt. But like, it just seemed like when I looked, I said, okay, the eyes are open, and he's the Cosette is laid across the couch, and I'm like, you see, he's over there, and it's like you just, you know, I don't know. I, that's why I was like, if he was sleep, you know, of course. But like, yeah, I don't know. That, that I'm sorry. I I know we I jumped right out there, but like that that was a question I had, but um. 
It's just the fact that this nigga Chris is just unaware that this is even happening. Like he's so gone, he don't even know he said on a dog. That shit wild, bro. It's like, <laughs> like, bro, you sit like you don't feel no bones, no nose bone, eyeball gush, dog, like it all of flinch. that's cool. <laughs> like all of those details on on your cheeks, you don't feel nothing. Like that's crazy. Um, yeah. dang, that's a scary. That's a terrible way to go. Rest in peace, Cosette. Um, Santi's ass in your face, yeah, bro, a terrible way to go. Junky ass. <laughs> <laughs> swamp, but he probably had them drawers. Swamp, it definitely had swamp, but like no doubt. You see the boxes, bro. Shit. Look at his beater. Look clean, nigga. Oh yeah, that shit, man. Had that shit on for days. Oh man, that's, he don't know what that's day what it you should have said. That's what should have made her move was the smell. <laughs> The smell should have made her move. Like that should have been enough. Like, oh. <laughs> hey, man, y'all got to chill, man. Come on. Y'all got to relax. <laughs> Little Rich over here crying. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be this early. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> usually oh. get a whiff of that. Usually dogs that, get a whiff yeah, that, of something that's, else. That's what, what I'm saying. saying. It's like, like a lot of like, like, it's a lot of warning oh, signs. Um, oh, what the fuck is going on, man? This yeah, shit crazy. Sopranos, bro. Like, they, they good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, all right. We're back. <laughs> um, so Carmela, she's in the mirror. She she cuts she cut her hair and um she she's she's feeling good about herself. Uh she opens the door. Who is it? It's Benny Fazio. Young it's Benny. not Fury. It's not Furio. Um Nasty. it's weird. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I'll bring up what I was gonna bring up. What what? What, what you just Carmen? Just Carmen. Like, I know. Listen, we don't have to prolong the conversation. We've seen it going on all season, but just the way that Carmela perks up and when she knows, like she's preparing for it. She's in the mirror, like she's checking her teeth. She making sure to smile right. She put on. A, I mean, that was a cold little green outfit that she put together, yeah, man. She yeah. tried to make sure she looked good for Furio, and this nigga don't show up. And it's just the fact that Benny come in, you treat him like a schmuck. My nigga got sitting in a chair by the door. The nigga visibly disappointed. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd have been like, damn, my nigga disappointed. Like, that what I do? Yeah, where's Furio? Like, if I'm bidding, why the fuck do you care? Yeah, nigga, nigga I'm here to pick up. Ain't nobody here for you. We're here right. for Tony. Mm-hmm. And if I if I'm bidding, I'm like, damn, my, my nigga Furio told me you be making coffee and cookies and shit. Like, damn, what's, <laughs> I gotta yeah. sit by the door. What's I going on? Sit by the door. That's crazy. You're right. I didn't think about it like that. But yeah, it, she it, was sorry. It, you know it's weird because I, I guess the timeline got effed up for me because I never realized that the haircut happened here. Mm-hmm. I, it it kind of threw me. I don't know if it threw y'all too, but I thought it was like kind of on some like depression, like oh I'm cutting my hair type deal. I didn't realize it was before, and it wasn't really a a thing that gave gave me the indication that I got to take this next step to really lock in on my look. Like it just felt out of nowhere for me. I don't know. I, I mean, I get in her pursuit of, of Furio, but I just, I guess the haircut, I, I thought it was something more associated. It, it kind of, just kind of felt like we, we was thrown in there, almost like Tony's response, really. Um, did that's a haircut. Did, did Furio at some point say that he likes short hair or women? I don't think, I don't nah, think he's ever said really anything about like women. For that would have been, hey man, listen, she <laughs> cut her hair because she heard that nigga say that shit. <laughs> that would have been crazy. Oh, that would have um, been crazy. My that's a haircut. Is, that's that's the haircut white women get when they got uh, mixed babies. That's funny. Oh, that's yeah. That's yeah. yeah you on your part? It's definitely the. It's either that or the colored mm-hmm. hair or the colored hair. 
Mm-hmm. With the country Probably accent, to away too. Yeah. yeah, the country accent. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, don't get me that's started. That's definitely the. That's definitely I got a, a son named Javon haircut. <laughs> I got a son named Javon. <laughs> son named Javon Soprano. Yeah, <laughs> Javon Soprano. No, that would have been Meadow and uh, Noah's uh, <laughs> Noah's son <laughs> if they stayed together. It'd been Javon, like Tannenbaum Soprano. Javon, Janet, Tannenbaum, yeah, Tannenbaum, Javon Soprano. Tannenbaum. Yeah. Uh, that's that's really good. Spike, Spike, was, Spike on his uh, stand up today, boy. <laughs> my question was, um, when was the last time he seen his wife? Like, does she she don't wrap her hair at night? And when did she when when could she have possibly went and got that done without Tony Net just now seeing it? Mm. Were we supposed to take that from that? Like he didn't even notice great until question, the next bro. day because that this is, is a- the morning time, right? She ain't been to the salon. That's why I love doing this because I never thought about it like that. But you're absolutely right. Like that, well, that is a. That's he rewind. had to do a double take himself. Like, hold on, man. Let, let, let's <laughs> rewind. Walking around the crib, and that's why that kind of adds to her frustration when he asked her that. Like, nigga, it's been like this for a day. Like, could you imagine, Mo, yeah, if yeah. your wife walked in the house and you didn't mention her having a, a haircut like that to the mm-hmm. next day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we said. It's like we said. It's like we said last week. Carmelo wants to be seen. Tony doesn't see her. So that makes perfect sense what you just said, uh, Spike. She probably has had it for at least 24, 36 hours, and he just now notices because she don't see her ever. She she brings it up later with Roe as far as, like, the difference. But go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and not not only that, like, you out here talking about something. You said you was going to talk to me before you did something like that. Like, the fact that you don't see me and I got to get your approval, you can ride out. Right. And his reaction was so like turn around like, whoa, shit, damn. Like it was just mm-hmm. it, it was wild how he reacted. For sure. For sure. hundred um, percent. But it's just funny. I was thinking about like <laughs> like like it's that that the process of her getting her hair cut. Like like I was thinking about like this. Oh, girl, I'm about to kill him, girl. I'm about to girl. You go to the yeah, yeah. I'm about to make a big change like that whole anticipation because I think about us as men when we get a chop. You know what I mean? You get that lineup, get that fresh shave, get the whatever. And you'd be like, you, you're excited about going out with the boys. He's like, yo, we about to link up. He's like, yeah, you get with your barber, you locked in. He's like, oh, it's about to get, I'm about to get active today, buddy. And and so you're excited about people seeing it. the hell out these errands. Yeah, I'm about to get, I'm, 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 at, I'm excited for people to see my look right now as if it's the new look, but it's, you know, you, whatever. And then to get to like, oh, bro, we ain't going to be able to do it tonight. You're like, nigga, what? Bro, I, I was gotta go somewhere. No, that's store. like I gotta, like, <laughs> I gotta at least go to the store or something. Yeah, I got hey, I somebody gonna see this cut. Like that's why I felt for Carbella where it's like so it, it's she, so go ahead. And she's had that cut, and then the person, like, not only did her husband not see it, the person that she wanted to see it the most was just like, oh, I ain't here today. Bro, like this, this is Rick. I'm sorry, man. I was thinking about the next scene, man. My bad. Oh, no. <laughs> but uh, like this is this is crazy. So Tony finally notices Carmela's uh short hair, and he he fails tremendously here. This nigga says, he says, I I thought we said we would talk about that before you did that, and then he says, uh. Oh yeah, it looks nice. Like you just kind of like, bro. Said it makes you look younger. Like, like you, you look, look old right now. Look, look, he trying to. So he trying to go for the twofers, like the twofer compliment. I'm gonna make, say it looks make you look younger. So you think it makes you look good and younger. Uh, but th- yeah, this is this is uh, 
I mean, this is a crazy jump right here. Like, just out of nowhere, cutting the hair short. But for the record, I, I think the short hair is definitely better for Carmella. Like, I'm, I'm on that that wave when we what talk it, about which side. Um, what it really makes me want to ask, and I'd love to know this from our, uh, from our non-black listeners. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a universal woman thing, but I know for sure, sisters, when they cut their hair, it's over. Relationship over all that stuff. That's like a fresh start. So I don't know if that's the universal oh. woman thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's been the shot. That big chop. That hair. That's a big thing in the black community when it comes to the sister. So um, I mean, I am curious to know if Carmela internally was like, "I'm over all this. Let me just cut all this off for that fresh start." Similar to uh, what we would be used to. I don't know Ooh. if it's true or not, but it just made yeah. me think of that. I mean that 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 too is like there's that sidebar where like when she start going to the gym, it's over. <laughs> I'm up for real like, yeah, yeah. Like if if out of nowhere it's like yeah, I'm about to get it, and she moves, so I'm about to start working out. <clears throat> then out of nowhere it's like she really got the membership. She start going, she getting trained. It's over. Yeah, she got that work husband. Yeah, boy, you better you better start hitting the gym <laughs> with her, bro. Like, what I'm a gym you, husband? <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Gym flow. Um, <laughs> we go to the <laughs> we'll go to the next scene. Uh, Adriana. She walks hey, in the this house. Nigga, this nigga Chris is knocked the fuck out, bro. That nigga got his mouth open. <laughs> bro, bro, dog. So she walks dog in. Dog indeed. Dog indeed, my nigga. Dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Chris right here, she's walking in and she looks at Cosette. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, it's um, Cosette. Cosette. But she's looking around, and I mean, the acting in this scene is put, they're putting on a clinic, Drea DiMatteo, Michael Imperioli, because she looks around and she sees him. He looks like he literally just woke up out of a high stupor. And she looks and she's like, oh my God. And then the way she like starts cussing and going at it, like, you killed the dog. What's like the way she's doing it? Like, you're high on smack. Like, she she must have crawled up under there for the warmth. Bro. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. Crawled up under the Multisanti's cheeks for warmth. It's crazy. The warmth is crazy. Part of me me in a dimensional Mm -hmm. world wants to see him wake up before she gets there and see the extent that he goes through to hide this from her. Does he go buy another dog? Is he just like, fuck it? I I would really love to see how he would have reacted to this dolo. I'm going to ask this then, in a theory land. Let's say Chris. Let's just say he did. What? What is? What is the move? Like if y'all in that position and you, 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 you. Let's say you was chiefing on some good kush or something, and you, you didn't. You whoa, whoa, like, whoa! Let's not put this type of behavior. Let's not put this type of behavior on kush. That's probably the best kush in the world. Let's just yeah. Let's just. There's some really good kush. You'd be more like be drunk than smoke drinking. I mean, yeah. All right. Let's say you're doing twofers, right? Let's say you're doing twofers, and I don't even know what that is. That's the drinking smoke, right? Okay, gotcha. Well, you gotta throw smoking in there. You can just be drunk. Well, you got you you got the drunkness of yeah. You got the hotness. You got all of that loosey goosey happening right now. You just like I ain't even like. Basically, the next morning you don't really remember a certain part of the night. That type of so whatever you want to label it. You wake up before she does. You realize like the dog is out. Like, what is your move? (laughs) Like, what do you do? Try to get rid of and say it right away. (laughs) <laughs> you you had experience with this most? Huh? I say I <laughs> you got experience I with this. You said that quick. I would have said I woke up and she was like that. 
I don't know what happened to her. Oh, that's something she ate. Something she you, ate. So you just like Chris? You just like Chris, bro? Like that's the same thing. I definitely like, wouldn't go replace it or like hide it from. Her. I'm like, man, she must have ate something bad. Like you have to let her know that she did, bro. Yeah. I mean, can we put Chris in the Hall of Fame for dog sitters? <laughs> no pun intended or pun intended. You know what I really? You know what? You know what really grinds my gears though. Op number one for Peter. The fact, <laughs> the fact that Christopher Christopher Moltisanti got away with this, but they did my man Mike Vick like that. All right, so Drea Dimatteo, uh, man, she really killed this scene, bro. That was like the, the crying, the jittery, like the whole jittery cry, the Michael Imperioli face with the junky teeth, like, bro. Hold on, man. You gotta, you gotta. It's the whole, it's the whole setup, though. Yeah, it's for for me. It's the like that's why I'm keep laughing because uh, I'm a nervous like I'm not a nervous laugher, but I'm just my reaction when some crazy shit happened is I laugh like if people. I know it sounds fucked up, but I'm laughing. I'm gonna laugh regardless. But just the idea of coming home and turning off the TV, this nigga knocked out on the couch. So <laughs> once you find out what happened, it's just a mental thought of like, damn, like how long you even sleep sitting on my damn dog? But her really like on some like where she like looking through the room like damn because if you Adriana, you like where the fuck could my dog be? This apartment only but so big. Like during my dog, and you look over, you see that nigga. You see that nigga smush under Chris. <laughs> And that nigga, that nigga was talking about some. All he got to say is, You cut off the TV. Uh, she must have snuggled underneath me for some warmth. Hey, man, come on, man. Get the fuck out of my face, bro. <laughs> you freak. Hey, are you freaking crazy? <laughs> like, the fact that he's still, the fact that he's still sitting, like, he's stretching and shit, but still sitting. He don't know. <laughs> that shit is hilarious to me. Like, Chris, what you owe, bro? You have dog parts <laughs> under your cheeks, bro. Like, I'm just. All right, it's just crazy, bro. I, it, anyway, what was you gonna say, Spike? That was it. No, no, yeah, oh, that, man. That but it. like that, I mean, again, they they killed this. I ain't gonna keep reiterating, but this they, they should have submitted this because he really looks junk. Like he looks so high, bro. I, we keep saying that over and over, but we got to emphasize the fact that like this dude is not doing anything. He's an actor. Um. But man, man. Said I fell asleep. She said, "What? <laughs> Are you fucking crazy?" That's what she I'm saying, bro. Like, and then he's like, "I'll get you another dog. I don't want another dog." <laughs> I feel you and your is fucking crazy smack. excuse, man. Man, this nigga said, "Hey, dog this nigga said dog. I didn't kill. I didn't kill her. I sat on it, bro." Come on, man. Stop playing with he's me, Chris. Like, bro, how many times oh. did I tell her? Like, you know how you go in the defensive mode. How many times did I tell her not to sit on the furniture? Oh man! Yeah, I told you she shouldn't have been on the furniture. Hey, yeah, he, hey, yeah, this he is a different type of dude. That's a yeah, man. That, man. he really is, That's bro. One of the loyal chicken TV history. Oh man, bro! I told you, was it that that that's what? Man, bro, I ain't gonna even go there. <laughs> I already went there once. Uh, I can't have this conversation again. Uh, the boys are at the Bing, so Tony is trying to get ahead of the murder and the rumblings, and and um. He's saying anybody heard from Ralph and he's doing this. Uh, Silvio's playing pool with Paulie. Um, Paulie has a funny line. <laughs> <laughs> try to gay man, try to gay man squire. Heard they have a trial today. Like what? So this is <laughs> this is it's funny because Paulie's so old school. He 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 immediately labels Ralph. 
Like that's what makes it so funny. Man, he immediately like Tony's trying to figure out all of these these sexual things about Ralph and where does it stem from with the mother thing. And and Paulie's so old school. He's, he immediately like, nah, I've been saying like, like this f him and his alligator tears. Did we forget the hundred incidents with this guy? Like Ralphie, I don't care, bro. If he ever shows back up. Like man, bro. didn't even break a stride though. No, nah. he didn't. He kept shooting, didn't cool he? shot, and everything. That was the funniest part about it. Like, yeah, as bro. Soon as he said it, Tony expected some pondering on the room. <laughs> he said, "Call the gay man's quiet." Like, whoa. <laughs> like, to have a tryouts, and he didn't laugh. Like, Paulie didn't no, even laugh, bro. No, like, no, 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 lol. Like, we just talked about this before yeah, we started yeah. recording. There was something that uh, Spike said in the group chat, and uh -huh. I said, "What made it funny is the fact that this nigga didn't laugh." There's no lol. Yeah, no lol. I admit that shit. No smiling emoji. Mm -hmm. Like, nigga yeah, probably meant that shit. Funny. Shot his shot and kept it moving. Yeah, bro. That, that is crazy. Yeah, that is. Um, what do y'all think about this? So y'all think this is, do y'all think Tony, I mean, we know where the series goes, but like, do you think Tony is playing this well? Because it, it seems like when the painting comes in with him and Pyomai, which is very ironic in, in, in the timing of when he told him, take this, take him out of the picture. And, Ralph was in the picture and he took Ralph out and then the picture comes and Ralph's out of the picture of course and he gets emotional and immediately leaves do y'all think Tony is playing this right as far as like trying to play like oh I don't know anything either the brilliant thing right now yeah I was gonna say the brilliant thing about this show that I've said it before we and then it's what helps with the question that you're asking, we have no idea how much time has passed. Like, we don't know if it's been a week, if it's been a day, if it's been two days. We have no idea. So the response that Seal gives him, as we will see later, is like, is he saying that just to, like, placate Tony because that's his boss? Like, man, I'm starting to worry, Tony. Or is he saying that because the street's been talking and, nigga, we know you did it? Like, you mm. don't really know if he's gotten that information yet, and I think that's what makes the scene so great. And even in Pauly's response, when Pauly's, like, called a gay choir, like, I don't know that Pauly would have said that the first day that he was missing. But I don't, like, maybe it was a week. Maybe it's been a month. Like, we have no idea. And I think that's just, a, I just want to point that out about how good they played this. So I, I, to answer your question, well, I'm not sure if they know or not, or if he's playing it well, because I can't tell how much time has passed. And that will have something to do with it. I'll uh, I'll comment more when we get to um, the Vesuvios with Patsy, Sill, and um, Albert. Okay. Uh, I, I think I read somewhere, but I can't confirm if it's true or not. But it's just one of those things on the internet, so take it for what it is. Mm -hmm. um, that it's been a week, bro. Mm -hmm. I was just, I promise you, I was gonna ask. <clears throat> I was just gonna ask you, just at, at a guesstimate, how long would you say? And I was gonna say a week. Yeah, that's what that's what I read. But like I said, it wasn't like HBO's website that said it. It was just yeah. I can't even remember where I read it. But a week is what I'm going with, and it would make sense to where. All right, yeah, you deep in these streets, bro. Like that's a good that's a good reason because you think about what what made me think maybe a week is because Furio went to his father's funeral right last episode. So I'm like, he ain't gonna be gone in Naples for too much longer. That was the only, it's it's a subtle thing, but that's the only thing that I kind of uh, latched on to when I thought about timeline. And the show did a brilliant job of giving us something. Even though we were losing Ralph, they still gave us a setup for him for it to make sense that, yes, because any other time, if somebody's going for a day or two, you get nervous. But it makes sense. Something just happened to a son. If he's going for three, four, five days, maybe nobody's looking for him. They're giving him space. 
after a while, once you get to close to a week's eight, nine, ten day hard, right, hold on. Now this shit getting weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. So almost like like how the feds do, where it's like, you know, you get so long if you started like looking like, okay, this is a missing persons report. Yeah, Cause Roth don't got friends. No. He's got them. He doesn't have like people he would kick with. If the Prio crew's not with him, then it's really like you know he's by himself. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't, if they don't know what's going on with him, then nobody do. Yeah. Uh, Chris pulls up to the Bing. He brings in Tony's uh, picture of him uh, with him and Pyomai painting. But man, like Chris don't realize how bad he looks right here, which is consistent with, you know, what he's doing. And Tony, you know, Tony's downplaying and everything because, you know, obviously last episode, we say a week, week and a half ago, he talk, I thought you said you weren't going to do that anymore. You know, so it's like you pulling up and like, bro, you are like, you are like, out of it out of it now like this ain't a couple of episodes ago where they uh, where tony walked up to them before he talked to valentina and he's talking to silvio and he's still trying to figure out bro you look worse so it's crazy like it, it's just it's just really crazy uh him pulling up like that but um, i love that little small interaction they had just kind of that mm-hmm. quick glance how you doing because they know right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's he doing? Oh, calling Ralph and that nigga Tony blew that smoke out with that blank stare because he knew he knows that Chris knows what's going on. Right. Ralph ain't answering. <laughs> <laughs> that part. That part. Um well yeah, Tony pretty much leaves and tells them, uh, you know, get rid of that, get rid of that painting or whatever. Uh we get a small scene, Furio's plane lands, and uh he's he's riding back into the States. Anything I want to add to that scene of him riding back into Jersey? Um, one one thing real quick before I say my quick comment on that. What y'all think about Paulie taking that money, saying that's a forfeit? What's our money? He walked out. That's what it is. Walked out. That's that's consistent with it. Uh, Was he right or did it matter? No, it don't matter. I just I I just always thought it's funny. Yeah, man, you left. Shit, got money on the table. It's money's on the table, bro. You don't get up. Gate this up, bro. Yeah, man. And I and I don't remember it next time you have. Uh, um, that is about. definitely Paulie. Like, yeah, you're right. Oh, what are you talking about, Tom? But the only the only <laughs> thing I was gonna say about Furio was that he's a nomad. You know, you see Furio officially being a nomad. Here he is landing in an unfamiliar country, but he just left an unfamiliar country, even though that's his home. He talked about how he doesn't belong anymore. He doesn't feel like you know life has been going on without him. Um, so this scene was just one of those reminders, like, man, he's really in the middle ground. We got to figure out what's going on with Furio, how this is going to play out, all this other stuff. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I just hate that they forced this on us to care. Like, the fact that <laughs> that was a wonderful breakdown, Rich. Like, you're absolutely right. But the fact that they even trying to intertwine this into the storyline, it, 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 it aggravates me. Like, come on. Bro. What, what do you think they're trying to get us to care about? Him and Carmella. They're trying to give us more backstory on him, so him and Carmelo will matter more to us. If we were a more sensitive audience, like there is probably part of the audience that did appreciate this and like, oh, Rio and Carmelo go live happily ever after. But like, I could care less, bro. Mm-hmm. I do not care. I fear you. Oh man, nah, that backstory doesn't need, bro. You the driver, you the you the muscle. Like that's what yeah. that's what I'm hyped to see. You we, we've seen the backstory on you, bro. That's all I need. Yeah. Uh, so and as a viewer, how you how you think this is gonna play out, my nigga? Like this is the boss's wife. Your uncle told you. Like how you think this is so? Uh, 
it's not like it's a big surprise as far as you can't make the move that you want to make with Carmelo. It's interesting. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I do think they belabored the point just a just a tad, just a few episodes. Just a tad, okay. Yeah, they just belabored the point because we've. I I, I would have found it more interesting if somebody would have made a move. I love Vic and Carmella. Like, make a move. Like, all this little glancing and, you know, nervous, don't want to get her number. Why, you know, I'm taking it back to, like, a you know, the old house party days. Like, damn, nigga, just say what's up to her and see what she about. Like, y'all so doing you- these little fake glances. <laughs> Furio told his uncle he don't even know she knows. Like, you got these type of strong feelings and you don't even know if that woman knows. There's a similar scene in this episode with Ro and Carmella. Right. Like, hold on, you doing? You, you ain't even, bro. What the fuck is you on? Like, what are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. And I think that represented the viewer. Like, yo, just go ahead and go for it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather fury your hit. That would have made it more interesting to me. Yeah, it's. I guess it's kind of lukewarm. It's neither this nor that, you know. And ish. I, I, you said ish. No, I was about to say either shit or get on, or either shit or get off the pot. Okay. Yeah. Like, you got to make the decision. Like, hey, I'm gonna make a move. Even if I know it can't be what I want it to be, like I'm about to initiate an affair, or I'm about to just be on my chill shit. I'm about to get back to my job, stay away from Carmella or stay away from Furio, whichever one you're looking at, and keep it moving. It's just interesting because I guess it's like, is it worth your life? You know what I mean, so to speak, to to pursue this woman, and in what capacity would it be? And it's like you'll never be safe. It's like even if she does the proper divorce thing, like. You'll never be safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's never going to work. That's why that emphasizes my point of how do you think this is going to turn out? Like, it's never, there's not a good scenario at the end. There's only one. His uncle told him there's only one way this works. And even then it wouldn't work because you got the rest of the family to deal with. Yeah. The only way, so only it's, it's way it could work is if he took her to Naples. That's it. That's still fine. And if I say even then, we coming yeah, to find but you. He gotta, but, he, but he in his hometown now. Like, at that no, point, it's like. Remember, Furio worked for. Tony people. If Tony well, the what, boss was in New Jersey and he reached out and he like Furio did this, Furio wouldn't be safe over there either. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Like if, well, I the only reason I say I don't know is because family, if she if she divorces the boss and she's no longer the boss's wife and she comes that way and it does that, I don't know if that you you're just making calls like, hey, no, he's 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 pursuing the boss's wife. I don't think it's that. I think I was listening to Sammy the Bulls podcast, our thing. And there was a scenario kind of similar to that, you know, that he looked at a dude a certain way because he was pursuing this this old this other mob guy's ex-wife or whatever. He didn't like it, but there wasn't grounds for whacking them. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know if that's necessarily like if she was still like married and just skipped off, yeah. But like I think if she was divorced, he could probably make some calls, but it doesn't break. I don't think it will break that code, so to speak. But who knows? We in theory land. Uh, we get to Vesuvio, Sylvie, Silvio, Patsy, and Albert. Albert makes some really good points here, but f- to me, it didn't feel accurate to Albert's character. But I'll get back to that. What did y'all think about this scene? And is this and the same thing he'd be repeating? Be repeating yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you think that's why I don't fit his character for you? He just got smart all of a sudden. That, that's what I like. <laughs> uh, well, no. I, all right. So I'm glad you said that, Mo. I don't even think it's that. Okay. I don't think that he got smart all of a sudden. I think that it's so obvious what happened. I think it's. I think it goes to show that everybody knows what's going on. Like, this didn't take a... 
we, mm. we talk all the time about how Tony plays chess. If you got people like Albert figuring it out, then you know what it is. This is checkers. This was a checkers move. Tony acted out of emotion. He didn't use brains when he did this. He didn't go over there with the intention to kill Ralph. I mean, obviously he wanted to confront him. I don't know. Once again, like we just talked about, I don't know what Tony thought was going to happen if he found out that he killed Pile Mob, but that was off emotion. He got Chris, knowing Chris was high off his mind to help him. Like he was desperate. Tony acted off of, out of a uh, um, the form of desperation because he had to get rid of that body. He did something he wasn't planning on doing the whole nine. It wasn't thought out. It wasn't Tony. Like even when he was like, so nobody's heard from Ralph. None of that seems real or authentic. So it's starting to see through. All right, we know y'all already had issues. We think about the Tracy incident. We think about you hitting them then. You think about Pio Mai. We think about your, you know, the horse dying. We think about the way it died. Hmm, that's suspicious. Like it just seems like it's, it's it felt it felt like all the pieces were right there for everybody, and it was a two plus two equation. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like Rafi just disappeared. The best earner just disappeared out of nowhere. Come on. I agree. With what you're saying, Rich, in their world, all signs point to Ralph. In like a civilian's world, we would be like, well, it's a hard time for you to get there to make that assumption. But if you go back, I'm sure everybody knows that the barn burnt down. They know that. How? And they know that it, that's common knowledge. I mean, it was probably on the news. That big of a fire. I don't know. That, that That's why I kind of was like, that's why I got kind of confused. Because I was like, well, nobody, everybody that, wasn't going was to the betting. Deal. Spot with, with 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 Ralph and Tony. It was Ralph Tony. Yeah, but you know how we, we've gotten an idea of how word travels in this circle, right? So even if they don't know the logistics of Tony and Ralph on this horse at this stable, they know. Oh, Tony, you hear Tony's been making a killing from Ralph and his horse that they got. Like that's just probably talk amongst each other as they're hanging out. Because it was such a popular, you've seen everybody that was up there. You know, Ralph probably running his mouth about it. Hesh was up there at one yeah, point. Yeah, Hesh, Hesh might uh, be the, the one. The crew like, was yeah. up there. So it it's not hard to believe that it was a known thing amongst their circle that the barn burnt down. And then once you know that the barn burnt down and you know that that horse was winning money for Tony and Ralph, and then they thinking, okay, well, Ralph probably did it for the insurance because we know how much of a kickback he's going to get on that. We know we got guys that could do that. Just like Tony asked him. Have you heard from such and such lately? You know, he did that thing over his um, Artie spot, whatever. I can't think of the name of it right now. Sluvios. And he asked him about the arson. Yes, Sluvios. He asked him about the arson thing. So I think to Rich's point, it probably like was the word around town once that place burned down and now nobody's heard from Ralph. It probably probably people probably figured out Tony was pissed about and it. He took him out. And there's two things, Mo, to, to look at. First one is when we were at the Van Casino go, as soon as that picture came in, everybody was like, oh, man, oh, damn. Like, they, they knew what it was when he saw that picture. Dog. They know that's his tourist. They know it's dead. Like, so that's not a surprise. They saw his reaction from it. The second telling thing, which is the most important, was Sill's response in this scene. Honestly, I don't know. That's not Sill-like. It's not like Sill to go off the record because Sill has the same concerns. Because Sill knows I think it was Tony, too. Like it wasn't, it, it was too much. It's, uh, when you, and, and here's the thing here's the big thing. They all live the same life. They all run the same place. They all run the same hustles. You know what I mean? When when, when things start feeling familiar, you kind of understand how their brain works. It's no different than however many episodes back when my, when my Wi Fi disconnected. You and Spike had the conversation about Carmela hooking a friend up, what that was. As soon as I get back on, 
You asked me what I thought it was, and I had the same exact answer as Spike. Just because, like, when you when you kind of think alike or have those similar experiences, it's not hard to connect the dots. It didn't take any guessing to know, all right, here's what I think happened. Okay, now I figured you thought the same. They all lived that world. They, it was very easy to put together. Tony killed that nigga over this horse. Facts. And I said that's his dog. <laughs> I meant that's his dog, like it's his right hand. Not thinking I thought it was a dog. And two, there's no concrete evidence saying that it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Even for the skeptics, like there's nothing that anyone can point to and be like, nah, Tony didn't do that because of this, that, or the third. Like they get to wonder and speculate, which is how you get here at this dinner with Seal saying this. Paulie said it best in this episode. You see how Tony reacted with that picture? And still no word from Ralph, huh? Mm-hmm. I appreciate your thoughts. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody's putting this together. Yeah. You just can't say nothing because you can't prove nothing. And that's a good point too, Mo. You do regard him as relatively dumb. So if if he's put it together, that, that, I mean, that's what I think they. When y'all said when when y'all said that's that, what they're trying to show. Yeah. So that's like, it's very it's, easy to put together. Yeah. Worst kept secret in the circle. Okay. That 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 that's because Albert is not a like a reoccurring guy you're gonna see often. I don't even know if we see him again after this. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll we'll see him again. again. But but like them bringing him in on an episode like this, it makes so much sense because we've seen the last time we've seen him was we've seen him last season, season three. But like, I think I think y'all right was like, okay, this they're making it obvious that even a person that's not necessarily got all of the marbles in the jar, he picking it up. Then it's very to the point. Um, it died on the vine. It died on the vine. And then like the fact that like Seal is like. Still already probably has some questionable moments with Tony this season already. Cause he's like, okay, you made Chris take over Paulie's crew when you knew it should have been Patsy. And then now you're trying to insulate and you're trying to make in some way eventually make him like almost like consigliere's your number two. You know, he's picking up these things. And even then when when uh Silvio was making moves on his own where they were in the basement, had that conversation. Silvio and Tony hadn't really been that tight as of recent because that Tony's been a lot of doing a lot of questionable things. Even when he punched Ralphie, when he told him, like, hey, I understand Ralphie's a prick, but at the end of the day, that girl, she's not family, she's not blood. So all season on the under on a, a subtle way that Sopranos do a brilliant job of is showing that Silvio has been patient with Tony, but he's probably been side-eyeing Tony because he's been doing things that have low-key, even season one, like doing therapy, is like, in this thing of ours, you know, we we probably should talk about things, but we probably never will. Like, Silvio, we we never really know what he thinks, but if this was the Silvio as the main character, then we would probably get a more of an idea of that, but, so I think y'all right. I like that. Um, They also kept with the theme of the first, every season, When you were watching this in real time, they had this who's going to try to kill Tony this season. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to throw people off the scent with the Silvio stuff right here. Mm-hmm. I feel like that had a lot to do with it, too. Like you said, the, the moments throughout the season. And most betters would have took Ralph, but he off the board. So now you're really looking at it like, damn, so what's the threat over the next three episodes to Tony? And they had to start mm-hmm. pointing the finger somewhere. I, I wanted to ask yeah, y'all. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to ask y'all both. We know how things play out, and I'm not going to spoil this for Soprano first-time watchers, but do y'all think Patsy kept this in his pocket? 
along with the I put the grief behind me. Like in this moment when he said, hey, this is 100 years and years of tradition. And he came back to Patsy saying, that's my point. If he can do this, then any of us can get whacked over a pair, maybe over a pair of shoes. And Patsy had a look on his face. We know the theories about the end of the series, right? And do you, I just want to ask, do you think Patsy kept this in his back pocket? I've never given any real thought I, to I, it. I've never really even thought about it. Honestly, I, I just saying. Um, y'all, y'all probably are, are y'all are y'all on that theory though? As far as well, I well first, I think one of the most important things about this scene was this conversation between Patsy and Albert because it shows this. You know, we saw this when uh, was it Eugene and Chris? When they got made, was Regina one with Chris when they got mm-hmm. made? Yeah. Yeah, we saw this, man. How this is a family. What comes first and all this. All right. If we're if this if if this is the umbrella that we're under, then we're fucked. So as a collective, the capos are now talking about some hold on, man. What's going on? Pretty much, you know, Albert ended this scene with saying, like, if he did do this, then that guy in there would be the first one in line to pull the plug. Pretty much saying he should be the one to take out Tony. Hmm. You know what I mean? So the act of the, the thought of violence against the boss, because he's he's violating this thing of ours, is a real thing. And it's not something we've really seen this explicit, I think, throughout the entire series. Outside of bosses. It's different when Junior and Tony, they power struggle. But I mean capos, people that know they ain't got no business plotting against the boss are starting to think, like, is it time to start talking about that? Mm-hmm. That's how serious this is. You killed this guy over over a horse, yeah, and you already hit him over a whore. Like, come on, man. Like, what's going on with Tony? Because they said the right thing. If this could happen to the top earner, he could easily get rid of me. Thanks. That's true. It, it really makes me think about the Paul Castellano hit. It really does. Um, well, even more with like the Carmine thing, but that's like next episode or so. But um, Tony visits Ralphie kid. Quick question. Did Tony want to be seen there on purpose or, or is he looking to rationalize his feelings for whacking Ralph? A little bit of both. A little bit of guilt. A little bit of I want some sympathy as well to know that I'm even though Ralph ain't around, I'm still going to be around for his kid and whatnot. You, did you think? Did you think he wanted to be seen, like on purpose? Like, oh, yes. if I'm seen here, he had to give her that. Money. He had to give her that money. Yeah. Okay, so it's like, how could I whack Ralph if I'm here seeing his son and I gave his that, ex-wife? Okay. That, that part too. That's 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 a great point. Yeah. Okay, because I didn't know. It's like, you know, he might have sat there for so long just to wait till she got there, or whatever. But yeah. Okay. Um, Thurio is at the Sopranos house. And he starts scaling back on the micro flirts. Um, and she's like, come on in. I got coffee going and everything. And obviously, she's very excited to see him. She got the fresh. <laughs> she got the fresh do. And, you know, she's looking like I think she's really about to make a. I, I, I think Carmela was really ready to make a heavy move on this. Like when she got the hair chop, she's about to make the Vic play, you know, but it, obviously it didn't, it didn't. It died on the vine. But Furio says, "Nah, I better just wait in the car." And um, he ain't say nothing about her hair either. Nah, he couldn't do that. Like, 
I don't even know. Keep it cool. I don't even know the micro way of saying that. Maybe it's just like, hey, you did something with your hair. Oh, you change your hair. It's nice. Yeah, probably like, oh, Yo, you changed your That's hair. Innocent, yeah, yeah, you're right. So he could have probably did that. But yeah, that, but at that point, like I said, he had that talk from his uncle, like, yo, fall back or fall back. You know what I mean? So, um, well, yeah, he goes back to the car and he gives some gifts. He gives Meadow, what was this, a, a soap bar? And AJ a keychain? But he didn't give her nothing or whatever. Um, he's in a car. He's crying. <laughs> Him crying in the car is one of the most disgusting scenes throughout all six seasons. Because he's crying over another man's wife. That is the disgusting. Holy it, man. It, it is disgusting. You're right. Because it's like y'all never even, it ain't even like on some like y'all actually had a relationship. Like y'all, did, y'all haven't done anything. <laughs> y'all haven't done anything. Crazy, not a, not a kiss on the lips. Not a. Like he lost the love of his life. Yeah, like, bro. What you sitting in the driveway crying? Yeah, bro. Like not like not, not even like some like subtle hug that felt like oh wait, nah, her chest is on my chest. My hands are low on her hip. My like imagination. It, my imagination. Crying off my imagination right That's now. Crazy. It's insane. That is childish. Crying over some shit that ain't never happened is crazy. It is. Mm. It's like I think it was for real, like down about the Ooh, fact that like I can't shit. keep micro flirting with the boss's wife. Tony and true. Hey, I love the take. I love the cutaway. When you know he opens the door for Tony and Tony looks at him with that scowl on his face, what the like. Fuck? Tony got the constipated Um, face, bro. It's so funny. But it's perfect because, you know, I'm sad for my father. All right, but you got to get over it. And the very next scene, this nigga boohooing about a horse. Crying about a horse. That's hilarious. It's hilarious how they did this. Screen cut, yeah. Um, Telling this man to get over his dead father who probably ain't been gone for more than two weeks. And then the very next breath, crying over a horse. Mm Mm-hmm. Just lets you know everything you need to know about Tony Soprano. This thing, I, I I feel like at this point, this is where they established the diagnosis. I, I, they, I can say I can see that. You see, because they went away from the duck concept. Like people always said, they always felt like the ducks would have. On a subtle level, we always think the ducks are like a heavy subliminal thing when we talk about Sopranos, but it really isn't. Like we literally get one episode and that's it. Ducks are not a thing again. Well, we get we get them again in college. We get the pilot, then we get college. Or well, that's more birds. But we always think that ducks play a heavier part in the Soprano world, but it really don't. And so I feel like at that point they just went away from it. And then when they got back to here with the pie on my thing, they really got heavy handed because we'll see the dog part of the reaction as well. So uh, it, it seemed like. I, I don't know, and this is just a theory, but it's like this is where they established Tony's diagnosis um, as far as, and that's why I feel like they really emphasized it on this episode. Um, if I think that's a great pull. I think that's a great pull because he talked, this is one of those selfish, those sessions with Melfi where it's, it's very obvious, like Tony, you don't see yourself the way everybody else sees you, bro. Like you have, a re- you really lost. You, you out of touch with reality, my nigga. The sad clown, like, come on, like. And I love the fact that Melfi called him out on it. Like, you describe yourself that way, but I've never seen it, and I've never heard anybody describe it that way. It seems like something else. And how he got defensive, and how you know, I up my Prozac. It's kind of it feeds into everything you're saying as far as yeah. This is probably the moment when it's okay. We're four seasons in. Um, one of the listeners, I forget if you, I, you probably shouted him out. 
but he made the great point, and I should have brought it up last week. Last week was kind of the beginning of the the end, or or like you said, that dark Tony or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that plays right into that. Like the, the, we're starting to learn more and go into it and all that, man. We got this is episode forty nine, so mm-hmm. what? In reality, there's thirty one more episodes. We're we're more than halfway through. It's, wow. Yeah, we, we got to wrap up Tony's story and his diagnosis and all that in thirty one episodes. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, again, great pool, Mo, and Rich, what you said was absolutely true as well. 35, my I bad, I'm tripping. Another um, indicator of that was him doing his own, like, self-medicate. I'm not even listening to you and what you are prescribing me, and you're the professional that I'm going to do it this way because it works for me. So, yeah, I th- that was probably it. I, w- I would agree with that. Um. Yeah, it, it's... um. I look at it like this. I think I got it later in my notes, but I'll bring it here. Um, I look at season one. We we always, for those that have been listening with, with us for a while, we like to kind of break down these seasons in like um, in an organizational way. And I look at when we talk about Tony in an organizational way, I look at season one, season two. We're looking at Anth- like maybe season one, we'll call it Anthony Soprano, right? I look at season two and three. And even up until whoever did this last episode, we're looking at Tony Soprano. Now, at this very moment in this episode, uh, strong silent type, which is something he emphasized season uh, season one. I look at this now. This is this is dark tone. Mm-hmm. We're 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 now in the dark tone era. So um, we're still going to get some fun as far as the, the 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 Anthony and the Tony that will come out throughout at least season five. But we're definitely starting the dark tone era, in my opinion. Yeah, it's the Heisenberg era. The Heisenberg era, yeah, absolutely. Mm. This um, is the latest we've ever went without a reference, a crossover reference. All right, <laughs> right, that's right. This is I'm gonna give you another reference since we end up breaking bad. This is the uh, you you no longer slipping Jimmy. This is uh this is Saul. Hmm. It's all good, uh-huh. man. This is this is Tony right now. It's all, all good, man. man. Yeah, good. no good no one, more uh, slipping Jimmy. Mm-hmm. That's pause, probably. Uh, <laughs> mm, I think I think you're in the clear. Yeah, is it clear? All right, cool. Yeah, um, cool. Um, but yeah, anything else I want to add to the Melfi scene? Other than like there was that last moment where she was like, "You you've done something, have you?" He just kind of got that, <laughs> like that look, like yeah, so. But that ain't that ain't what I that ain't my point. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, we uh, only other thing I would have mentioned we referenced already the Reverend Rodney King Jr. or Rodney King. <laughs> that was just that was just to be in the middle of a conversation like that and still have it in you to pull out some shit like that is crazy. And, and we we talked about it earlier. Like it brings the point. Like damn, does Tony is Tony really not know that he's not a, a reverend, or is he just being funny on purpose? Like it's just it's just funny, man. That's a gr- yeah, yeah. It, it's just so crazy how Tony he has to. We know his diagnosis, but it's just a difficult thing because Tony has to, he's internally battling with, I feel like the little boy, Anthony Soprano, where he has to feel like a good person. We go back to that episode where Artie tried to kill himself, where it's like, what am I, a toxic person? He needed to feel good about himself. So when he does these things, eventually, like I said, we, we're getting into the dark tone there. He, I'm not excusing it. I don't really care care what y'all think about me at this point. But like, these are like the last remnants of 
I still need to feel better about myself. So I got to rationalize. I got to come in here and cry. I got to come in here and victimize so that I don't feel bad. I, matter of fact, I'm going to victimize so much. I'm going to attach myself to the Reverend Rodney King because <laughs> I need to feel like I'm in that same era. He's, he, he got whipped for from the police from not doing anything wrong. And I feel the same way. I identify with that, though I just murdered somebody. <laughs> it's like Tony's wild, man. Just, there's some content. There's some content for you right there, man. I, I I love to go back and just think about all the events that happened and all the historical events mm-hmm, um, and to get their reactions to it. The, the OJ trial, Rodney King, all types of shit, yeah. man. Somebody gonna do that with AI at some point. Oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. You know we got a little yeah. bit of the OJ one in the, in the flashback episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have Tony no, Soprano reacting to all the world's events. That'd be a fire. There's a dude that does yeah. uh Tony Soprano. There's a few people do Tony Soprano impression, but there's one dude that does it. He's really good. I'm in him sending out something. He's really good though. Uh he got a lot of followers too. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it on the Melfi and um Tony scene. Uh we get Adrian and the agent that uh the agent brings up the rehab idea. And uh, then there's a dog, uh, a car that pulls up, and the dog is out the window, and it, it brings Adriana to tears. Sopranos <laughs> um, funny, man. They funny. I don't feel bad for laughing at shit because when they do when they do shit like this, I don't feel bad for laughing because they try to. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. But Adriana got the Michael Jackson. She got the Michael Jackson jacket on though, don't she? I, I swear on everything. I was about to say, man, I really miss the early two thousands. Yeah, what just part? the certain shit you just you the shit you can get off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the shit you can get off, man. It just represented the time, like when it's early two thousands was just different, man. I, I do especially miss if you was outside. The, I do miss the voicemails with the music and the ringtones. Uh, but yeah, anything else I want to add to that scene? It wasn't really Slide that in there was crazy. Like, where did mm-hmm. that even come from? <laughs> the two thousands. How is that? All right. That was the first thing that came to your mind from the early. What else I supposed to say? Big, big old t-shirts and baggy jeans and like I'm not no, no. just missing leaving voicemails. Like you recording the voicemail <laughs> with the music or somebody calling you was you, like you hit play, like hearing somebody out. else's, not mine. Like I wasn't uh, doing. Did you that, do that though? Did you say no. like on the? I didn't. I never. I didn't get the concept. I didn't know you were supposed to do it like that. You've never done that. You've never like let the song play on the voicemail. Nah, bro. I didn't even know. I just be like, bro, how are people doing this? Like, hey, this nigga, this nigga invited a chick to go watch him hoop. He definitely had the uh, song on the voicemail. I probably did have it, but I didn't have the like right after. Yeah, this Jodeci, nah, Jodeci played for about fifteen seconds. Then you get on. Yeah, this, 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 this political. You missed me, bro. I wasn't. I wasn't. uh, I wasn't on game. Like I didn't know how people were doing it. I had ringtones, but shit, man. Yeah, he said I I had ringtones. All right, man. Next scene, man. (laughs) Sorry, I always. All right, y'all didn't have ringtones. Yeah, but it's just funny that you said it. Like, nah, oh, it ain't funny. Y'all, you part of the you part of the audience. Look at him. See how they do. He had Spike. Did you, you have a ringtone? Did you have a ringtone? Very rarely. Like when you when you were able to start downloading them for free, I never paid for a ringtone though. I, I can't only say that. I can Mo, you talking about the you? Somebody call you. You got a ringtone when they call. Mo, you talking about the do 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 ringtones? Or you no, talking no, about not the, the like, poly tone? Like when I had my like when I had my sidekick like when I had my sidekick too. Like that was one of the times where you can get like a little preview and shit. I I used to have yeah. some of those because I could All get right. it for free. I wasn't paying for the real joints. Yeah, the no, real I definitely joints. paid for a few. 
I agree. Mm. That makes sense. That was an error. I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I ain't gonna say I'm that. Come on, that's, 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 that's what made funny though. But I've, I've I'm done say that's recently. what made the voicemail thing so funny to me, Buck. That's kind of before your time, which made me like, well, how did you even think of that? Because that was like when I was in eighth or ninth grade. Like, was man, that's what you did. Absolutely. Hey, bro, that's like, that's like the 80s. I didn't even think cell phones came out, bro. Like this is this is mid-90s. What phone was that? It's before Nokia. This is, this that's is that's that Wall Street phone he had on the beach. Right. <laughs> Mid-90s is when you called you had the you had the song playing in the background. Yo, it's me. You that's, call that, was fire. that that was fire. I don't care. People call it that's fire to me still. Oh, this nigga Mo said the 80s. That's funny. Back when uh, you had the briefcase, you had to carry the briefcase with the phone. The briefcase is on the way. Phones. The beepers. Um, bring back Shout the out car, to car phones, man. Man, I, bro, I was, I was just about, about to say, bring say back the car phones. Car phones. Bring back Shout the car, out to phones. car phones. Um, we get Sylvia and Pauly. So they're, they're waiting outside. I don't know exactly where they are, but Chris is supposed to bring them TVs, but he doesn't show up. Chrissy, we're waiting on the TV. <laughs> right. So does Paulie at this moment have it figured out? Because he kind of alludes to. Mm-hmm. He got to figure out here. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This, this is the they know, but they don't know concept that Big P was talking about. Okay. No, yes. but they don't know. Like I said, it's very important. Very important. And this thing of theirs. Can't bring no accusations and no shit like that without no proof. Mm. We saw how that played out with Johnny Sachs. Like, say it or get it the fuck over. Like, I don't care what you say. If you're not able to prove it or willing to prove it, then it's null and void. It don't matter. And again, this is probably just a Jersey thing now, too. You know, once Paulie started asking, that's when they get outside the circle. Now it ain't just us over here. We know, we suspect anyway that Paulie, you know, loose lips. So now that's that's the look that you get from Seal. Like, oh, shit. Now this nigga asking me, too. And once again, just another example of people easily putting this together. Because even if Paulie didn't have an idea, because he don't like Ralph. So this is the perfect example, actually, because you got somebody who doesn't care about Ralph at all. I don't care about his well-being enough to even consider or wonder where he's been. Mm-hmm. I told y'all where, I, where y'all should check for him. But then he observed, damn, that picture came in. Tony looked like he was about to cry. That's weird. That's odd. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, he said, and still no still no word from Ralph, huh? Just mm-hmm. easily how people are putting that shit together. Like it's mm-hmm. show is masterful, man. They are like yeah, they they yeah, that's fire. And yeah, that's me, my, that's me my, saying if I'm Paulie to seal, like you my man's like we go back. Is my you gonna favorite, keep it real with me? My favorite part of the saying is seal just sipping his coffee, not saying a word. Mm-hmm. Sipping the tea, boy. It's bigger than our friendship. I can't. Yeah. I can't even say what I want. To. I don't even want to speculate. Even off the record, I don't even want to have this. And I don't want you to have that information that, to to go back to somebody and say that I said this. Like I'm not even saying nothing, man. Because I don't know. I want to do that with you. Definitely want to do that with Paulie. He know Paulie. You know. Uh, Chris tries to get smacked and get smacked. <laughs> Anything you want to add to that? <laughs> they stole this nigga car and gun. I don't know the. Uh, I'm never in my life and never will, man. Uh, buy smack or whatever, man. But damn, five hundred for an eighth. Yeah, hell, expensive, man. They never had intent on selling that joint. I, obviously, I know, but the fact that he said five hundred and Chris was like, "Yeah, I don't know flinch. if that's just so." Yeah, I don't know because I don't know if that's the average rate or if just Chris was just high and just said, "Fuck it, I got it." Um, but yeah, that shit wild. 
That that's yeah. about for what hair on sale for an ounce. That's about that, that sounds about right though. And my nigga, where's your? You ain't got no. You do this enough to where you should have a, a, a somebody supplying. You shouldn't have to yeah, roll to this normally, neighborhood looking yeah. for this shit. I think we were supposed to get that he was dead down bad. Like even his supplier ran out because he been shot. Oh, he, so oh okay. Now I gotta go out here looking for it, and this is what happened when you go looking for it. I ain't ran up exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got, I'm I'm assuming that whoever Chris buys it from wouldn't be some big time dealer. It's probably he probably making his bones from selling to Chris, and then Chris probably just start upping his order. And he couldn't keep up with, it, and then he hit him up. I'm out, bro. Mm. So now he got to go find this shit somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Hey, and Chris can't see himself, man. Chris can't see himself. Yeah, talking yeah, about as soon as dude put the gun in his head. So do for the gun and say, you, Chris, talking about some. You know who I am? Not knowing, bro. You look like a fuck. Another cross yeah, reference. A clucker. <laughs> yeah, another cross reference. I, I might have used this before. Season four of The Wire. Name it. Name it. And Michael's mama. You know, say he gave Michael mama a little pass when she was short a couple dollars. Uh, uh, Canard come up like, what you do that for? That's Michael's mom. She, she's a fucking dope fiend, <laughs> nigga. You ain't. I don't. Do you? Do I know who you are, nigga? You a fucking fiend. That's who you are. You about to get robbed. You taking your bins, your phone, your money. Like five hundred dollars in a car. That's who you are. <laughs> yeah, you a lick. Tell us somebody out that's here. who you are. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. That's exactly who you are, that's bro. Like, come are. on. But like, the fact that he didn't like what made you. Not what made you, because obviously you're not in your, in your right sense of mind, but nobody believes that you anybody. If you came out tomorrow, I'm part of the Soprano crew, then nigga, what the fuck you down here doing by a smack? All y'all weak now. And that's yeah. exactly why this shit that's can't true. go. Like, you represent more than just yourself. You represent this whole thing of ours. Mm -hmm. You can't have us out here looking crazy on the block. In the words of Benny, everybody can't go. Um, hmm. It's crazy. The Sopranos dinner. Tony is nuts. Uh, <laughs> he's one of those people that lies so much <laughs> that he he progressively gets better with the lie and makes himself believe that it's the truth. Like, it's crazy how he does. It's so psychotic, bro. It's like he he starts building on the lie and it, it pushes the truth so far from his conscience that he really believes it. it it's 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 ridiculous. Um, but. I wanted to ask y'all, what is the thing with this, with the, with the, the bag inside the chicken, the chicken guts? What, what, what is that? What was the? They supposed like, to take oh. it out. You supposed to take that out before you cook it. So what is that thing though? It's like the intestines and blood from the chicken. It's just like it's inside the chicken when you buy it, and you're supposed to remove that before you stuff it with like peppers or potatoes or whatever you're using to, using to season the chicken. But yeah, that that's definitely trash. And she baked it for four hours. Yeah, it's like, that's the first thing they tell when you buy a bird of any sort, that's the first thing they tell you to do. Take like remove out. this shit. And some people use it for different stuff. Like you can boil it, like I, I believe to get stock or some shit like that. Like it's usable stuff if you open that package, I think. Don't quote me on that. But um yeah, it, it's definitely not supposed to be cooked inside the bird. But you're a vegetarian though, so I, I Right, you know, I mean, but but People it's still crazy. They like, still what? serve that joint. If you in that it, it position, it wasn't contaminated or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't contaminated. Okay. Away. No, no, no. It's just proper etiquette. Like it shows that you're paying attention. If you took that out and you know what you're doing, if that came to the table like it, like her mama would have never let her live that day. Oh my gosh, mm. she's the worst. At one time, you served the bird with the. Right. <laughs> I should have knew something was wrong. 
that one time when you when those hoods yeah, exactly. Who they whipped you in the park? <laughs> Will you weigh the? Will you weigh hundred and two pounds? <laughs> oh man, we ain't forgot. <laughs> we ain't forgot you. Your wife still dogged you. <laughs> we ain't forgot. Season three, she still dog. We will never forget that, Hugh. The hoods drove those. They beat you up in that park when I was out. Hey, she's talking about remember? Hug, you weighed hundred and two pounds, like, bro. Oh shit, man! Why do you remember that? Leave that memory, please. Hey, a woman, a woman ain't never, a woman ain't never forget the memory of her nigga getting his ass whooped. Bro, I got, (laughs) I have moments that my wife will bring up things, and I was like, damn, I thought you forgot. (laughs) I really wish you didn't bring that up. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh man, yeah, that's that's good. Wasn't it funny how Karen was ignoring Tony though? Was that just her being in her bag and thinking about? She was in La La Land. She she was she on that wine. Furio brought this wine. I'm thinking about Furio. <laughs> my nigga said it bio my. She's sick about him. Like she ain't heard none of that, bro. Yeah. He's low. <laughs> yeah, Tony. Tony's just in that. I mean, again, diagnosis. It it's all in that. So I I don't have to go crazy on that part of it, but um. He brings it up again. He said, "Y'all don't know what it's like to lose a pet," and you know he's trying to trying to sympathize with them. And Tony's not acting like this is like true, genuine feelings from Tony, which comes off really weird. But this is like again, like I spoke earlier. I think this is where they said, "Okay, we figured out what what his issue is going to be, and we're going to start building from that." So it it feels it feels forced in this moment, but it obviously is one of those things. I feel like in the writing room was like, "Oh, we figured out this is what Tony's problem is going to be." We know what Livia's problem was. Now we figured out what Tony's problem is going to be. So it, it feels forced, but it was necessary for where they're going to take it. I um, love I love Hugh's response. Like, oh, word? Okay. Yeah. Man, he was like, Ooh. whatever. I just don't want uh, my that's, wife. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's-, that's crazy. I just don't want my wife bringing, me, bringing up me getting whooped no more. You know what I mean? I learned to, you know, speak less at the dinner table. Um. We go to Chris and Adriana's house. Aid opens up the door, and and Chris, she sees Chris, and he's got a you know bruise on his eye, and we see his junkie friend, and his junkie friend has on the jacket. Is this the jacket? The That's jacket. definitely the jacket. That's definitely the jacket, bro. Mm-hmm. Why they do? Why they, the jacket? Why they give my man Richie Aprile straight like that, bro? <laughs> like I, every I was like, bro, that's crazy, like. You know, it's always and not to get not to get super deep. We'll get into the same, but it's just funny because we live a life and we have these things and these accomplishments and these things that we gather. And one day they're just gonna be stuff that don't mean anything yeah. to anybody. Yeah. But to us, while we living, like it means everything. But the people that know us, they can look and say, "Oh, that meant everything to him." Mm-hmm. But after time, man, we are each other's history. Our stories go on because of each other. And once we stop telling those stories, then all this stuff means absolutely nothing. And it's just one of those things that has been two seasons since we've seen Richie. Something that his prized possession, my nigga, the, the way his face lit up when he gave that shit to Tony. And we saw it then with Tony. But now to know if Richie knew that that jacket was with a nigga like this, you feel me? Like, it's just, I, like I said, we ain't got to get too deep. But I take stuff like that away when I see things like this. Like, damn, this is all... You gonna make me cry, bro. Chill chain. out, man. I would have loved to see that chain of custody, man. How he got to him. That yeah, because it, it, it's probably I insane. Would have loved to see it. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And then, my bad, Mo. Yeah, yeah, bro. You better give me emotion out here, bro. That was really that was that was you're absolutely right. Because Richie really and 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 not to cut you off, man. I, I, you know, you know, y'all know. Listeners might not know my my pops. Yeah, go ahead. Y'all keep going. Yeah, but you you know y'all know my pops passed uh, 2020, and one of the things was getting to a point where you like you look at some of the stuff and be like, ah, right, you know what? I got enough memories and stuff with my pops that I don't have to hold on to this anymore. You want to hold on to everything because that's what it is. All of this shit, you got to cherish all this, and you realize that you let time go by, and it's like you know what? This ain't even the important stuff. This is just a piece of clothing. Like you know what I mean? Like all this kind of stuff, you start getting rid of it, and uh. When you realize and you look at things like that, it's just that memory. Like, damn, like, you know what? We all, you know, unfortunately, we all going to leave here one day. And some of the stuff we love the most, somebody going to look at it and just like, man, get rid of this. Put this shit in the trash. Mm-hmm. All that shit. And that's just what life is, man. So uh, it's, this is always like, funny. I, when you clean it out like a grandmother's house or like mm-hmm. I, I was fortunate enough to grow up with my great grandparents. And I remember cleaning out their house when they get passed along. But yeah. A lot of that stuff that had been sitting around that I had seen my whole childhood had been there for years. Mm-hmm. You never even really know the significance of it. And now when it's time to like pack up, you like it's like what you say, okay, throw this shit away. Yeah. Not like in a disrespect to it, just the story wasn't there with it anymore for her or my grandfather to be like, no, this came from and this is why I keep it, you know, such exactly. a sentimental place. That shit gone. Yeah. So really that, that's that's why I felt what I felt on um Another week in the books cross reference. Uh, how long would they mourn me? It kind of ties into that. Because mm-hmm. what what it what what it means for you versus what it's gonna mean for the next person. It's like what 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 Jetty what Jetty can say in New York, man. Uh, you might get missed for at least two or three hours today, like they spliff, man. It's just that's life, that's man. You crazy. Wow. It, it, listen, it, it's not. It won't be cinematic, and I'm not trying to be that guy, <laughs> but it won't. Like the people you fuck see. with, the people you love, yeah. it's, it's almost like another cross reference. The Wire. There was a, there was a, in season five, I think, when Beanie was telling uh, McNulty, like, "What do you think happens? Like, if you lucky, you I might have some family." Yeah, like well, Lester said that to him, but when she was on the yeah. porch, like you know, when you at your funeral, oh, when you, yeah. you die, like you might have some family, and if you lucky, you get a couple friends. Like that's what it comes down to. The older you get, and it's just one of those type of things. Um, yeah, man, it's just silly. Yeah, um, but yeah. So he's looking for a couple bucks, and oh, man, we had get a such jacket a... on with some sweatpants. Oh, I remember one of my bros on campus wore a dress shirt, dress shirt, tie, and sweatpants. Stop, stop. with dress shoes. I could not believe you still this. consider me your bro. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't even want to talk about it because the dress shoes he had didn't have no heel on it or nothing, bro. All right, anyway, I can't even talk about it. That's my guy. How do, you, how do you think Chris? How do you think Chris linked up with him? You think he really knew him before this, or I think that's the one he, did. he got high in the bathroom that time. Remember? Mm, okay, then. yeah, I still don't know how that even happened, but I definitely think he, that's the one he got high with. But. We get that moment where like she brings up the brochure and then he slaps her, then he punches her and punches her again. And I just I was just like, God, you are terrible. Like I just hated to see Adriana get clocked like that, bro. I was just like, dang. I mean, of course, this is this is a uh, druggy behavior, but like, dang, I just the acting is good. And obviously, she's not getting clocked for real, but still it's like, dang, I just hate it. I hate to I hate seeing women get women get hit, bro. They just like, ah, oh, it's it's disgusting. Uh, it's just nasty, bro. This nigga Chris went in her wallet, 
threw that shit on the ground and bounced. Yeah, it was that initial look. When you talk about the acting, it was uh, that initial look, like that first slap. And she kind of looked back at him like, hold on, are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. And then it kept going and going. And like you said, it's, it's, it's nasty, man. It's really terrible to look at. Um, but it does. It has to paint the picture yeah, of where yeah, Chris is, of course. Um, so yeah, man, some wild shit. Yeah, it is. Um, they they start to burn. They get ready to burn the picture of Tony and Piomai, and Paulie comes and saves the day and keeps the painting. I'm. I don't know. There's much more to add at that moment. Maybe there's more to add on the later moment. But I can't believe you ain't coming on Paulie fit. I was waiting on that. Well, Holly was fresh right there. He's fresh. Nice Benny, Benny got on a, a, a jumpsuit too. I mean, the jumpsuits always. Holly's jumps- a little bit more classier though. Like Holly got the clay, got the collar on the joint. Oh, they got yeah. suede or some shit like that. Yeah, it's probably some velour. Maybe you had that velour on Mo. Uh-huh. <laughs> probably some shit like that. You're right though. I see what you're saying. His is yeah. His is a little different. Like it, yeah, I, I do like Paulie's. But him That's getting nice getting his white shoes dirty for the painting is crazy though. What, what are you doing, it's bro? Twenty thirty G's. Yeah, I guess yeah, them white shoes is probably fifty and bucks. Polly gonna get Polly gonna get them shined anyway. Yeah, he probably got he but he got, we know day later he's gonna have like fifteen shine. pairs of them same shoes. So he probably like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> These are the same shoes he was running in the forest chasing down Mikey Palmisi. So it's like he don't care about them things. Them them, them Air Forces to, to Pauly. Um we go to the next scene. Um Adriana comes to the Soprano household and she's she's talks to them and tries to tell them like pretty much I don't know what to do anymore and she, you know Tony tries to call um, it's so interesting here that they saved the dog sitter thing right here they didn't did that you would think right here they would have got like a real strong reaction but they saved it which I think it really works because it seemed like at this moment he put his hands on me he's been getting high and he's this you know because even then Tony still seems like he's kind of trying to like I won't say defend Chris, but it seems like he's like, all right, hold on, take it easy. Let's just not jump to conclusions here. Like he still seemed like he, cause he already know Chris, Chris been getting high. So I don't know. It just seemed like a different sentiment, of course, until we get to the actual, you know, it's funny because you never go ahead. Go ahead. Spike. I, I think it crossed his mind briefly. Like, well, did you cheat on him or like something like, did you do something out of the way? Like it briefly crossed, crossed his mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. and he was hoping it was that other than him getting high. Yeah. And not only that, because, you know, that's that's definitely one of those things in society. If you're a civilian, you're not supposed to ask that question. It really doesn't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? My sister, cousin, whoever got hit, I'm not asking what you did. But it does make sense on brand for Tony because he's he's in the information business. He collects information. Big or small, we talk about observing it is. Spike just made the point. A, you could be on some, um, this could be the drug problem popping up because that's an issue for me now. Because of the shit that me and Chris got, our skeletons that we done buried, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be an issue. So I got to make sure he's staying clean because he told me he was going to stop. And B, I just really need all the information to know how to approach this. You know what I mean? I just want to know what happened because mm-hmm. I have to, you know, reprimand him. Yeah. She she asked him not to hurt him. It, 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 I, again, it gets me. I mean, I guess most people I imagine watching The Sopranos that she just loves him this hard and she just believes in the good in him so much since season one. Um, but yeah, it's just like, dang, bro. a lot of 
a lot of people who have been abused have that soft spot. Yeah. Like, that's know, why I say it's very real. They'll call the cop. They'll call the cops, and then as soon as the cops get there, mm-hmm. no, please don't do it. Think of we, we've been cross referencing Breaking Bad half measures. Mm-hmm. When, when when Mike tells that story, Great stories, yep. When he tells that story, like it happens all the time, so it makes perfect sense. Our first reaction, even though she's black eyed, she's crying. Her first instinct as a woman, as somebody who loves him, please don't hurt him. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's better than what he's showing us right now. And only a woman can do that for you if you only, would do it. Only. only a woman can do that. Yeah, they, yes, they, the women are wonderful, man. I really, y'all really different for real. Yes, sir. Um, Paulie hangs up the painting. Well, I, I just, I just gotta ask, like, what, it, what, what does this do for Paulie? I, I just, it kind of confused me. I, I mean, of course, we know he'll eventually. He has some weird, you know, he's very superstitious, but like. What does this do for Paulie? Like having this painting, like he had this little smirk and he went on to watch his TV, which will probably be the TV we'll be in on this episode. But like, I think he's proud of Tony. Like he he remembers Tony being a little boy and didn't not having the makings of a varsity athlete. Hmm. So I think this is an example of how he kind of admires Tony, even as an OG. Like he he don't look up to him per se, but he did get to see him grow up. And to grow into the boss that he like respects Tony to be, I think this was like it's a form of ad- admiration. Now, it ain't this scene we ain't got to it, and mini spoiler. But when Tony sees it, like Polly can't believe that he asking him why he would have it hanging in his house, or that he thought it was a joke. Like I think it goes to how he views Tony. Hmm. I, I agree with Spike. I'm gonna tweak it a little bit. <clears throat> I don't even know if Tony really matters in that situation. I think it goes to the fact that it's the boss. I got the boss hanging in my in my room. So anybody that comes through, you know, um, all due respect to Bleak, but it's more it's much more impressive to have a picture with Hove than it is to have a picture with Bleak or to have a picture with Petey Crack or something like that. You know what I mean? If you can, if you walk, that's a conversation start. Somebody walking in your crib, you got a picture with a picture of Tony in your crib. Like damn, like and it's professionally done. Like, yeah, you know, he could make up whatever story to make himself look a certain way because, yeah, the boss is in my room. I don't, I just feel like that that status symbol, uh, it, it meant something like that. And it's tied in a little bit to what Spike said. Like, you know, I've known you since you was a kid, my nigga. Like, look at you with the horse, man. You a G. And this is mm-hmm. Tony's, uh, excuse me, Paulie's resourceful, man. It's too nice of a picture and a frame to just be burning. Y'all got me fucked up. Wow. I, I guess I, I just. Plastic on this. Right. I, I guess I didn't gather that because of his his sentiment towards Tony from the moment he got out. What do you hear? What do you say? And him asking for money. Then last episode, like him, like immediately saying, hey, you think he wears a bag? Speaking of bags, my ma, like, you know, it, it seemed like his respect for Tony has been dwindling. So I guess I didn't necessarily get that read on it. Uh, But, you know, yeah, more I, played than those, that's, I, that's I even fair. took those two things in the sense of like, that's him feeling like he can be. Like he's not gonna talk about that with anyone else. Like that's him removing a layer and not being Paulie Walnuts like he would with everyone else and having some alone time with Tony and wanting to share personal stuff with him and hoping Tony feels a certain type of way and they can talk about it. And Tony would open it up to him too. That's the reason that that's why Johnny Sack was able to manipulate the situation so good. He felt like that Johnny was opening up to him and we can talk. And not saying that he looks at Johnny in the same way, but that what Johnny gave him is what he was looking from Tony. Just conversation treating me like I'm a real person versus Polly Walnuts. Wow. Great pool. Yep. 
Damn, that's a great point, yep. man. Especially when you don't got nobody like Paulie. Because mm-hmm. he lived, he lives for that thing. We find out in the Remember Absolutely. When episode, like you know, uh, was that season six? Yes, yeah, season six, I think. Um, but we find that out. Like that's what Paulie. This is all Paulie has, and and so I think Spike dead on. Um, Carmel and AJ they visit Furio, and again when he opens the door. She calls him the nickname Fear. It's crazy. AJ. Uh, <laughs> he gives Carm this gift is of a 35 year old balsamic vinegar. And uh, Furio says that he felt like a visitor in his own hometown. Spike, I wanted to ask you have you have you got to that point yet? Yes, absolutely. Wow. I still know my hometown, but when I go back, it's completely different. People doing different things. You see different shit. It's like, man, this was not like this 10, 15, 13 years ago or whatever it's been. Yeah, 100%. I feel that. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Anything I want to add to the scene as far as the, you know, kind of the little subtle, you know, a little bit of micro flirtation, not as much as before, but, you know, her again just creating these moments to like have, have time and be in his space and, you know, this one should have been like this should have been a kiss or AJ slips off on the phone and then they get it in like this. This would have made this storyline more worthwhile had more been put on the line in this specific situation because this is before we get to a lot of other serious shit. So this is the perfect time to slide it in and to have us think some different shit about Furio. But they wasted the opportunity. This whole storyline. Told you. Told you, Mo. That's my one gripe with this whole storyline. You give us all this shit, but not one. Nobody made a move. No kiss. No Vic. Vic even got some. Mm-hmm. Not no ass, but he got a yeah, kiss. He right though. Yeah. Even Father you know Phil saying? got closer than Furio did. Hey, yeah. that was nasty shit. Father Phil had the fucking Father Phil. giving her, giving her, giving her. Uh, hey man, she was on her knees with her mouth open with the communion. Wild, bro. Hey, that was, that was. <laughs> Bro, I was like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Open up, right. oh, right. man. Right. With the fire, the fire in the background. I'm like, "Bro, it'd be different if they were sitting on the couch." She was on her knees, mouth yeah. open. Come on, and man. then like the the, like, ed- wow. the editing choice of them zooming in, it was so weird. Y'all go back to season one. Look at college, man. I think episode five or six, something like that. Like, go back five, and check yeah. that out. But yeah, um, absolutely. Um, okay, I feel y'all. I do. I think. Um, I guess I think that the reason that we don't get that execution, spoiler alert for those that are watching, like we don't get the execution as far as the Furio, um, Carmela storyline. I think that it's supposed to keep us on the lines of complex women characters where we're trying to figure out, is she good? Is she not good? Kind of, you know what I mean? That's what it keeps us on. Cause like, oh, well, she just robbed Tony, as y'all said a couple episodes ago. He's like, okay, she's she's bad, but then you like, okay, well, she's wanting to do this, but she don't. But then we're about to find out what Tony when, does. You know, I think it's kind of me, yeah. Go ahead. My fault. When you say good or not good, are you talking about morally? I guess what I'm I'm trying to say is like not good. Like I hate when people. I'm good, good person. Everybody's flawed, so I, I don't believe in good person. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, is she? She stand on her principles. Like stand on her principles. Like she's like more of a decent. 
Italian American carrying herself versus like a, a Tony and the mob guys is like in this world, in this show, like scumbags. Like, you know, because I talk about everybody has their own code. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think they were trying to keep it there to keep us invested in the complexity of a woman character like Carmela, like where we leave at the end of it and say, it's a mixed bag when we talk about how we feel about her. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are like, oh, she's terrible. She did this and did that. And some people are like, ah, she really wasn't terrible. She had the right because of this. I feel like them not executing that that line, I mean, that um relationship between them two was trying to keep us kind of on the rope still, maybe. And that's I, I'm, that's a great point that you said, Mo, because I, I know I say it all the time whenever I see her flirt and get ready for Furio when I talk about how that's nasty work. Like it's. I never wanted to get confused with the fact that she's well within her right. If she wanted to step out, then nobody <laughs> gonna say shit to her. Because uh, I think that gives, I don't want it to be like one of those, like, let Tony do whatever he wants to. Mm-hmm. Carmella gotta be at home. And anytime she even thinks about doing some shit, we gotta chide her. And mm-hmm. we ain't the type of niggas. It's just the way she's going about it. Like, I respect more when you just on some, like, yeah, fuck it. I'm with it. You know what I mean? One day I might be free. Like, shut the fuck up. One day I might be free. Hey. <laughs> If she if she didn't bring that's the thing like she brings AJ with her that's her that's her restraint dog right that's like, the nasty part about it though like, that's I'm what keeps her to, from doing yeah, that, it. Like, bring your nasty. son your child have an affair act like an adult for once right I, I just think she just got a different idea about who she thinks she is that's why I'm glad we'll get to the road scene of course because she just has this idea of like she wants both and she don't know how to. Like, cause she can't live with certain guilt, which makes her a lot more human than Tony. People won't give her credit for, but we'll have that conversation when we do a Carmella, which that won't be I in the breakout more, for the Carmella breakdown. I think she can't. My bad. I, I think more than her not being able to live with certain guilt, it's um her not being able to live with the consequences. I think it's more so that. You don't think consequences got guilt in it? Well, I think that she's more directly worried about the consequences. With like the, the maybe like divorce type thing? With, uh, divorce, losing the status, losing the money, what Tony yeah, going to do to the dude. Like, she's worried about that. I don't, giving out Sasha I'm not giving, I'm not giving Carmella the, the benefit of the doubt of thinking she's a morally upstanding person. Like, because like that psychiatrist told her, bitch, you, you ain't in a bed. Like, you know exactly what's going on and you creating a happy home for this man. So I ain't giving her no moral compass. Well, but everything that she's been let ride has been based on like I've accepted things about my my terrible husband that is making blood money. But this to me, I, I think you're right. I think you're more right. I think it is more status and things that come with the life more than guilt. But I do think guilt is a part of that, too, for her. Not not the driving force, but because I think when it comes to like if I make this decision. Now, how am I going to feel about myself? I think that is her thing. That's why we'll we'll see some interesting season five storylines. I do think that is a part of her thing. Like it's this weird, it's just a weird thing that she was doing. But then again, you say, well, what would happen if Vic came through that day? So I get it, but I think you're absolutely right. I think it's more of the status and all that more than guilt. Um, but yeah, they just said he had to go to Comp USA to get a magic stick. Yo, to do, bro. AJ was hilarious. To pick up a magic stick is crazy. AJ, wild, AJ, yeah, what? Yeah, that's pause, bro. Uh, pause before the pause, man. AJ yeah, was pausing bro. before pause. Yo, 50 cents. <laughs> Never mind. 
Svetlana. <laughs> Svetlana, Tony, and Furio. She got the MacBook, bro? What is this? Yeah, man, she got the Mac, man. Listen, she out here. Hey, she, I don't know. Yeah, she got the hookup. Uh, she connected. She definitely connected. Um, But yeah, Tony pulls up. Yeah, he's trying to see about his uncle. They pour some of Furio's wine. Svetlana, uh, <laughs> like, I need to put some ice Take in this. Ice. Which kind of speaks probably, it's probably a status thing. You know, obviously, like, she come from a different beginning or whatever. But she's making a website. Tony's in awe of her at the fact that she has one leg, but she's making a website. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how else to put it. Um, I, I, I got some some heavier things I want to talk about in that regard, but we're not there at that moment. Anything I want to add to that scene? No. Okay. I just think it was an important scene just to <clears throat> how everybody's viewed each other, like the cultural differences. Okay. And how she never even, nobody in her upbringing even let her think about using that as an excuse. You, you ain't got a leg, so what? You can sit out here and do whatever. And that's the mindset she has versus um, she even said it, you know, that's what's wrong with you Americans. Like you, it's, you guys think that, you know. I can't wait to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that wasn't the scene? No. Mm -hmm. Oh, my bad. My bad. All right. Then. then No, I don't have anything else to say. No, I'm with you, though. I cannot wait to get there because well, I get there. Um, uh, Tony and Junior. No, we had Pauly, uh Well, that's oh, a small well, Pauly, well, Paulie's cleaning up and he looks at the painting and he does he feel like Tony's looking at him? What what was this? I, I just got an idea. He had a revelation. Oh shit! You know what to make oh. this fire, mm. and it and it makes perfect sense that uh he's using that old school sweeper. Um, but listen, I would for all y'all listening out there, I would love for you to uh, hit up the DM. I I want to get some insight on what you thought about Paulie in the picture. I really I would love to hear other opinions yes. on what they think Paulie's intent with the picture was, mm -hmm. his driving force, all of that. Um, even that little small glance, like we see what he does with it, but everything. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear some other people's thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, Paulie's very superstitious. So that, that I know it's something in that. That's all I that's all I know. It's something whatever Paulie's belief and superstition is, it's something built in that. So, but yeah, absolutely, like you said, good earner pod underscore sopranos on Instagram or good earner pod at gmail.com for the email. Uh or leaving a comment on YouTube. Um I will say this too, uh, Paulie and Patsy. I'm not spoiling anything, but I think this episode is just really interesting. When you look at where season six lands, I think these are moments that you put in your back pocket. I want both of y'all brothers to just kind of put that in your back pocket because when we get to season six and we start getting to closer to the finale, I got theories and things that have already been out there and some questions I want to ask, but we're not we're not there yet, obviously. Um. But now we get to Tony and Junior, and Tony pretty much pours up, pours in shots glass, shot glasses, wine, because he obviously he's dealing with Junior. But Tony's trying to figure out a way out of whacking Chris by getting him in the rehab. What did y'all think about this conversation between Uncle Junior and Chris? I mean, Uncle Junior and Tony. Well, Uncle Junior's not wrong, man, and it just goes to the preferential treatment. 
that Chris gets. And that's another thing I know I mentioned earlier about the Capos finally seeing, yo, Tony out of pocket for this. We we got enough in us to step up and say something. You got to know that ain't no way none of us will get the same treatment. Nobody's coming over our crib for an intervention. Nobody's doing any of this. Like, we out of here. You know what I mean? We won't hear it coming. So, I don't know, man. It's just it's just funny how that horror part pro, uh, process works because you see Chris's, or excuse me, Tony's a connect, uh, emotional connection to Chris, but you the boss, man. You got to make those tough decisions. Mm-hmm. You got to make the business call on this one. And Uncle June was 100%. Even when he told him, like, you with the strength, this one with the 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 ther- like the drugs, like y'all don't. We oh, definitely here at the end. Name, yeah. yeah, we definitely here at the end because y'all got me. Y'all fucked mm-hmm. up. Ain't no way none of this shit would have been going down back in the day. Mm-hmm. I do think Uncle Junior was right, just like Rich said. But there's an interesting point in it, in the sense of we talked about Tony making a turn and being a dark Tony now, but this directly conflicts with that because. At first, I felt like that Ralphie in that situation that Chris helped him in was keeping Chris alive. Because just like you said, more anybody else would be dead if this was them. So you look at it and you think, okay, well, maybe Tony is keeping him alive because he kept his secret. But that don't really line up with Tony, though. Like if if Tony, if if we're doing like what we've seen in the previous episodes and the rest of the seasons, as Rich said, we, we more than halfway through now. It makes more sense for him to be like, yeah, you know what? Let's kill him. Because he got this dirt on me that could possibly come out that could be against me one day. And we've always seen Tony kind of operate in that, except to when it comes with Christopher. So that's that one kind of like guiding light that keeps him from being completely dark Tony at this point, as I was thinking about it. Because there's no reason he shouldn't agree with Junior right here. Well, don't you think that even my nephew being a junkie, he says your family, your blood, and Tony does not want to only have two options. He wants that third option. He don't want dead or jail. He wants that other option where I can see my grandchildren. Well, that's the thing. It should only be one option, though. He should be dead. Like, this is this this is a rule. You don't play around with drugs in the mob. Like, this is, this is a no, killable no, no. rule. But I'm saying Tony. He's look. I think Tony is looking at the end at the end. I'm trying to do things different. And he spoke about some other mob boss that oh, was yeah, old. Oh, want to rehab and shit. Yeah, so I think that the, of course, like preferential treatment, but I think Tony is sold on that third option. I want to be able to find a way to retire and bring him into the 21st century where I can see my grandchildren, like he spoke about a few episodes ago. That's the only reason I think he's living because it's like it's either dead or jail for us mobsters. Ain't no really getting out, but if I bring him in, he's doing all of the day-to-day. That's the only reason. I mean, the family part, but I think the family part, not just for him being family, but, like, I'm trying to insulate, and I need him. I can't do this with Silvio because he's not I blood. can't even trust him, though. This nigga smoke dope. I can't trust him to be, you know, every day, day-to-day, even if he gets over it. Like, there's a saying in, in for y'all that are not in the black community, like, once you smoke crack, you always a crackhead. Yeah. Like you could be 20 years clean. That's cool. I commend you. I'm happy for you. You may never smoke crack again, but people still are going to look at you as a crackhead. That's true. So. Yeah. Um, we get Ro. Ro goes over. I mean, Carmela goes to Ro's house. I didn't know Ro had a. Uh, a Ro living good, man. Yeah, that, that spot was kind of nice. I was yeah. like, y'all need that. 
It's a nice <laughs> deck on the back, nice woods and all yeah, that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice spot. I dig that. I was like, that was, that was definitely fly, one of the flyest moments. But Carmella has this conversation with Ro, and Ro was telling her about she was trying to cheat, or maybe she did cheat at one point, but she she did cheat, in. nigga. She Ro was out here getting. Uh, Ro was getting he busy. Out here. She knew exactly who Carm was talking about. Ro was getting stretched at the gym. Yeah. Getting, getting mashed potato. Um, <laughs> she was. That's why Ro looking at him like you a child. This is childish. She probably she Ro feel like I feel like this is childish, nigga. You ain't even hey, fuck this nigga. Why you why you even coming to me for advice? Right. Fuck him hey. first. Because what Ro, what Ro what was saying that like like it's too much. And she's like I Ro did express her sentiment as far as like i was too nervous i was looking over my shoulder i had to cut it off and then shortly after jackie ended up being in the hospital uh they only think that she only thinks that because of what they do if he was an accountant i don't think she would give a shit oh oh, that's right he mentioned like you know if he has one iota of what's going on you know he'll do the furio i think that's the only reason she was looking over his shoulder i don't think she felt bad she was like i know what my husband's capable of and i don't want to get this nigga caught up See what happened to Ted. Ted got his motherfucking neck broken. That's true. <laughs> if he was an accountant, then she probably wouldn't even have. She probably wouldn't even have to, you know. But All right. yeah, I, I did feel like it was some uh, foreshadowing, though. Like, damn, but she got the Skylar White haircut too. Damn. Nah, we we ain't gonna call. It, we we not yes. gonna. We are not calling Carm Skyler. Like she's not Skyler. Skyler's worse. I ain't say. I just said they had similar dudes, man. That's all. Man. I know, man. I, I, I can't. I can't let y'all do it. I'm not. And I'm not a. They cousins. Fan. They cousins. They, they cousins. They on the same street. Yeah, they on the they same. They definitely. Street. They neighbors. Yeah, they. I get what you're saying, though, Mo. It, it is. I, it is. There's nobody. Skyler's in her own category. Yeah, because Carm was still like on some like I can accept as Gumars. I can accept. Like yeah, I, I, Skyler was just. <laughs> if we, I, I don't think I we'll ever Ted. do. It. Yeah, I, I that part. Like, I don't think we're going to do a Breaking Bad podcast. But if we happen to do a Breaking Bad po- Breaking Bad podcast, y'all would get Skyler that. had zero. She had zero fear about uh, Walter. She had no respect. Nothing. Zero fear. One of the like, most how? heartbreaking moments in TV history when was Walt went looking for that money and it was gone. <laughs> bro, bro. Like that nigga was laughing hysterically. Man, like, I cannot I, believe she gave this nigga this bread. Bro, I am the one who knocks at the oh, oh, bro, shit, I am the man. danger. Like she's still not looking at you Damn. like you the danger, bro. Like that that, that that alone. Like you're a science <laughs> teacher in her eyes. Like open to a certain point. Breaking bad podcast coming soon. <laughs> it's like yeah, man. um Thrones breaking bad in the yeah wild. man. You know, just put us put y'all list us down, man. We I'm telling you, yeah, shout out I, to niggas on the throne. Oh my god, yeah, the they want this to happen, so they swear to trying to make facts work. But I tell you this much: if we start another podcast, there's going to be some money behind it. I promise you that. Like, if we do another TV <laughs> one from the black from the from the blacks, it's it's definitely going to be some money involved. The blacks is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no worse than niggas on the throws. What are you talking? Like, come Way on. worse than niggas on the throne. Get out of here. Co- Colors would be worse. Blacks is cool. I take blacks. I want the I want I want the artwork to I want the artwork to look like a Cash Money uh, album cover or the old Master P joints with my cat. Them no limit joints. You want the pixel? The pixel? The pixel joints? The pixel with the ice and shit. Yeah, man, all that shit. Niggas oh, with two niggas. You three niggas on the thrones. Three niggas on the throne and they hell yeah with they John Snow fur on. Nigga, that shit would be hard. Crazy. 
That shit would be hard. These guys. Oh man, y'all are something. I I can't believe you guys. Y'all wild, bro. I it, bro, I can't even shit. I can't do this because I can't have this conversation again. Because hey, we ain't even got a podcast. I just want that picture and I'll hang it up in the crib. That shit. I'll be on some poly shit. The picture. I do the picture. But I am not niggas on the throne. I am not. I would not be participating (laughs) on niggas on the throne, bro. Uh, (laughs) But um, anything else y'all want to add to this Roe and Carmella scene? Um, I really fuck with Roe, man. I love I Roe. Roe is a real. I really fuck with Roe. I I do. I really like Roe. I do. That's a Um, real friend to have right there. Yeah, she is. I don't know, Rose. Rose special, but what? What? Rose might be. We, she may be a character analysis in the future. We we she got deserved, plenty. She deserved Furio or Bobby, not Ralph. That's what we deserve. Yeah, her she do. Furio or her do. Bobby. Like she had a Bobby man, she would be glowing. Like she had a Bobby in her life, she would glow. She just won't be loved, man. She don't want nobody to say after her son has died, "What do I get out of the deal?" It's crazy, Facts. man. Shouts out to Rosalie. Um, The family meets with Dominic. Um, This is this. Here we go. Not this, man. I'm sorry, man. They they, they bring the cookies over. Carmella don't even take one. She just takes the tray so she can pass it to Furio. Man, y'all make me sick. (laughs) Yeah, they do make me sick. It's the... uh, Yeah. It's just a micro flirtation. Like they do a good job because they're not saying anything. Like you know how hard that is to do as a director. Even and no one notices either. That's like, what I'm saying. Like crazy. as a that's direct- what makes it so frustrating as viewers. Like we're the only one that picks up on this bullshit. Yeah, and that's the point. Like as a director, as actors, like they have to give these subtle. You see it, I see it, they don't see it, and they gotta act like they don't see it, and we gotta act like we do see it, but we can't be super obvious. That is brilliant. That's what this show is so legendary. It's like it's very but yeah, you Rick, you hit it on the nose. Like that, like whole like, oh, let me grab this just so I can get like bro, this is like classic in high school when they say, Hey, uh uh get get in teams or get in groups, and you like you trying to get you trying to get in a group with the fine girl, and so you know, everybody grouping up, and you try to be like, Yeah, I mean I, I mean, I could get in y'all group. You know, y'all only got five people. They say we got to have six of the group. Hey, come on, bro. Hey, come on. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know nothing about that, man. Bitches was asking to be in my group. Nah, there's somebody. They somebody was, coming nah, nah. So, somebody <laughs> listening know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Nah, ain't nothing you ain't been in our group. You like, you trying to play it cool. Like, hey, y'all got five people. Like, I could be in y'all group. You knew what your play was. You about to try to get at, you know, you about to try to get at home, girl. Um... <laughs> uh, oh, who, my, whose house is this? I don't know where this is. That's why I was very, I was very confused. Like they meet the the the, the guy that's going to be the the interventionist, but whose whose house is this? Like that ain't his is, house. I definitely don't think he. Nah, he's he's a he's a two time loser. He's a scumbag. In a, in the words of Paul, look like so. he holding court. He's sitting in the picture. Everybody else on the, the sofas and stuff. Like he might have turned his life around. Like that, that looks like it's his chair. Everybody else kind of like taking the, the sofa. You don't really, you don't usually sit in the main chair if you if it ain't your crib. Hmm. Okay, I, I guess we can do his crib. It's just, I guess I didn't get no idea of what he really did, unless he's like some kind of like 
scammer. But Pauly says Casey Jones, man. That's what he does. It's Casey Jones. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to all my teenage mutant ninja turtle fans. Hey, come on, man. Show the fuck is him, Hey man, man. shout out to Coach Guard, man. That was a great Ski episode. Bass and stuff. The show is man. Yeah, man. Appreciate that, man. Oh, yeah, that is him. Absolutely. Now, now I put it together. Yeah, that's him. Ew, I don't know if, don't know if y'all ever seen Shooter either. He was in Shooter. I fuck with Shooter, man. That's my shit. Ah. Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Is that Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. Yeah. Tony and Valentina, they ride over to Johnny Sachs, wherever he is on the, the, I guess, on the edge of the pier where the ocean is or whatever. Did this feel off to y'all, him riding over to uh, another capo to talk business with his Gumar? No. They just hated something. Well, Johnny Sachs called him on the way. Hey, man, stop and holler at me. I'm going to be over there anyway. Hmm. I, I, I think we didn't see the part that you probably would have needed to see, Mo. I'm sure he got that call. He was like, hold on, man. I'll hit you up later. I'm doing this at a third. And Johnny probably made it a point like, nah, I need to see you right now. And he's like, man, whatever. Whatever this is, let me go stop by. It ain't no thing. Like, Johnny ain't about to say shit to Carmella about seeing him with Gumar. So let me go see what this nigga talking about. Then we on about our way. That's probably another reason why Tony was so annoyed in this scene. Like, nigga, what the fuck? It's so important that I got to stop my plans and, and come see you under this damn bridge. Will said, I really didn't like Johnny Sack here. I'm like, nigga, back up, bro. Like, Johnny Sack was right, though, man. Why? Technically, he's right because that's that's our plug, bro. Like, you can't be eating without me. Who, and I put who, you who, on. Who's their plug? Zellerman. Y'all know him through me. That's my business. Everything that go down, go down through me. I want pieces on all y'all motherfuckers. Mm hmm. I feel like we had a different conversation about, but uh, maybe you're right. Cause nah, I think that's I the same nice sense that he had. That's the same sense he had. Like, nigga, that's our yeah. plug. All right. Okay. Like, damn, nigga, you made a hundred racks from the nigga I introduced you to? Damn, you couldn't tell me? I couldn't, like, what the fuck is up? You mean no envelope or nothing? Like, damn, what's up? We ain't cool? How you find yeah. this out, though? That's why about how you find this out, bro. Ain't none of your business. That's what he asked him. Just, just know uh -huh. I know. That's nah, I, bigger I, than Nino Brown. Just know I know, nigga. I was happy that Tony walked off like this because I, I just I was really annoyed with Johnny. I, and I'm a Johnny Sack fan, but I was really annoyed with him here. I'm like, bro, get but this off go of to that glorified crew thing. It's it's, it's New York looking at like, bro, y'all, you doing too much, bro. Like, I'm letting y'all eat as long as you keep it over in Jersey. It's cool, and if you come over here. Because you so happen to get that lucky, make sure I'm included, nigga. Well, like Rico said, nigga, no, no fried rice, no spare ribs, no duck sauce, no nothing, no, no champagne, my nigga. Money. See, but what it is is he they they call him a glorified crew and they downplaying they hustle for real. But when they see they yeah. get to them big bags, it's like oh they're not a glorified. That's fair crew. to say it too. No, that's, that's that. So you're you're absolutely right. That's what it is. It's like oh we not glorified crew. When it meets your end, you know what I mean. But so they go even, but no, that goes even more to it. Like a, a real crew is not going to mix miss that tax. This is how our business works, my nigga. This is how everybody gets money. You can't you can't leave me out, and it be above board. If you leaving me out, you some it's some tricks going on somewhere, nigga. And I'm aware. I'm fully aware of something going on, and I'm letting you know that I know. So y'all can keep doing this, and you can have the repercussions of being a glorified crew. Or you can do like a proper crew as opposed to and give me my money. 
Yeah, my nigga. Like, you, I, you like drove. you said, however you want to do this. But think about do, it. Yeah. You I'll drove sleep. over in the Tahoe. I'm in the S500. Like, I'm still in New York, my nigga. Until they get that caddy, boy. But look. But think about why he, he let it ride. Because if, if I got to mention it and I got to get my cut, guess who I got to mention it to? Yeah, now Carmine got to get his cut. Exactly. Yeah, so you, you ain't broken. so you ain't really, you know what I mean? You ain't really what you, you know, you ain't really, really, for real. I speak like, on behalf of the boss, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Like, like, you but, would be better. That, and that's why I didn't like how Tony handled this. You would have been better working out a deal with me and me keeping my mouth shut. Versus... Now I got to go tell Carmine that this is going on. And now you finna get hit for what I get and what he get. He sh- yeah, he should have gave him that 7,000 for them pipes. Give me my, give me my bread. He should have huh? gave him that. Oh, uh, hey. 7,000 for them pipes. Okay, I'm my father. I said plural. I, if I said singular. Yeah, you did. You did. I didn't hear, I didn't hear, the, I didn't hear the plural. Yeah, uh, I that's why I was like, singular. That's why I was like, all right, I'm going to let you live. I'm going to let you live. My bad. <laughs> no, that's good. But, hey, listen, listen. This goes right into well, we can talk about it when we get to, to them at the beam. But the fact that Tony once again saw a play out of that conversation is insane. <laughs> Nigga found himself just, an out. Just moves. I'm not I, I'm not jealous of you. I envy you. Um we go to Paulie, he wants to get he wants to get Tony painted like Napoleon. He said, Oh, he's much bigger than Napoleon. I said like Napoleon. Uh, I don't have nothing to add to that. It's just some more humor to add to a very funny episode. Anything I want to add to that? Mm-hmm. No, no, that's it. Okay. Uh, and here we go. We get he said to he's the rather portly. He didn't even say he's much bigger. He said he's rather right, portly. portly. Yeah, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, Tony talks to the mob family. What a lie. He says Johnny may be behind Ralph's death because of the HUD thing. Really creative here. Really creative Uh here. This guy's fucking more creative than Spielberg. Yo, I don't know who's a better (laughs) bro. (laughs) Bend the rules more than the Catholics. I don't know who's a better liar. I was listening to a pod today. Tony or um, Omar Epps in Raising Canaan. (laughs) <laughs> how fast this nigga came up with a lie like hey wait a minute you know about Laverne Thomas this nigga made up a whole lie on the spot quick spoiler alert, spoiler alert. that was just the least most recent episode bro that was like a week ago if y'all ain't caught up then that was the most recent episode yeah about to say it was like six hey, uh, hey. five days ago Five days ago, live with it. Now you gotta think if somebody was listening to this and they watching and they ain't watching it, they'd be pissed. Well, that that ain't that, but that don't change no plots. Like him, him, okay. like making up You're the right. lie on the spot. It ain't change the plot, man. But you know what I mean? Like how fast he's like, oh, y'all told yeah. me not to even. He is like, good. You're right. Yeah, that, that, that lie on right. the spot he, he was did, crazy. That pivot was amazing. Yeah, that Boy. was a Kobe Bryant pivot. Like, that really yeah, that was footwork. Nigga. That was footwork right there. <laughs> this was, was G, this was next level by Tony. Yeah. I'm rarely surprised by raising Canaan. I was surprised at that. I'm like, oh shit! I'm not oh. expecting that. Yeah, Omar Epps is in his bag too. What was you gonna say, Rick? No, I'm just this, this this Tony coming up with this was just crazy. Like it's just he found himself an out and took full advantage of it. Just masterful work. It is. Yeah. Just the thought process, at least the execution, whatever. I, but the thought process to even get it and bring this to the table. So now you all you need, if you take some shit to trial, not saying this will go to trial, obviously, 
But all you got to do is prove reasonable doubt. Yep. And now you got it in niggas' heads like, damn, this makes yep. sense. Yeah, this is that. the amazing part. Because we look at it like, oh, as viewers, oh, Tony may be slipping throughout the whole episode because mm -hmm. people are murmuring and whispering, oh, Tony probably did this, this, and the third. But just, just when we think that he's playing checkers just like everybody else, he hit us with the chess move. And yeah. now nobody in that room can question it. It don't matter what you've heard. It don't matter what you think you know. I'm the boss. Here's what I think happened. And now people got to at least take a step back and be like, I mean, you know what? It could Maybe. be true. Yeah. So brilliant. It, it, masterful work. It is masterful. And it's like, um, it's like, like, like Tory Lanez. Like, Yes, great, great. That's a really good <laughs> it's 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 way out there, but it's like Jesus Christ. That's a you good you 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 knew you did it, or you knew you couldn't confirm if you did it, but you knew the fact that you did was you were strapped. So it's like I can't argue I'm innocent, but I can't argue that you don't have a case. You did it to make people question. That's it. I got it. All I got to do is have to something to wonder. Yeah, know? that's it, I and that's it. what Tony's doing. It's like I just need to create proof. For you not to have a solid case that I did it. Yep. That's it. It's not even about. And, and now that I've said this and I'm the boss, there's going to be repercussions if you're saying something different. There you go. So not only not only do am I saying this goes, but you can't even talk about it no more. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. And if I get more time, I'm going to keep adding to that lie. Mm -hmm. And that's what Tony does best. Um, And we finally get to the funniest the scene funny and shot. funniest episode of I arguably of the series we get to the christopher intervention scene it's so weird because the apartment this is christopher's apartment right what'd you say it's chris apartment yes yeah, it's his apartment yeah, it's chris apartment okay hey, i don't you know why got it broke into stu leonard's that time right stole those pork <laughs> all right bro they're looking at you yeah they laughing at you kid oh, um shit. But like I don't know why the apartment seemed bigger to me. I don't know maybe because how they set up for the intervention, but it just felt bigger than me to me than it normally does when they had a TV and Adrian and him on the couch or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, you're the guy that stole the stole the pork loins. Um, we get Adriana's response. Uh, she said <laughs> when we was together at first, you know, we used to have sex a lot, and basically you can no longer perform as a man. Silvio responds and says, hey, he wrote his down. He says, one day at the Bing, I caught you. You had your head and your hairs in the toilet. Disgusting. It's disgusting. And he says, I spoke my piece. I and was bro, sick. This, bro, I was, bro. Then listen, listen, bro. this, we, we got we to dig into this just be, for, for a couple of things. For one, um, it's just incredible how this is something that you would never especially back in oh, 2002, whatever this was, you would never expect to see the mafia or mob involved in the intervention. Mm -hmm. And the Sopranos is brilliant enough to bring it straight to your living room. Mm -hmm. Right? And this is exactly how you think it would go from top to bottom. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just the fact that imagine Chris waking up out of, I'm sure he was high, waking up oh, and seeing Chris. everybody in his crib. Like, what the fuck? And then, you know, you see this random dude. Like, I don't, I don't even know you, but I do know you stole them pork loins. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And they talking about the drug problem. And the way they set it up like a real intervention and Chris's reaction to it, just when Adriana's talking 
And this nigga Dominic is like egging her on, like, go ahead, huh? Be specific. He's like, Chris, is this really fucking necessary? Like, there's nothing like hearing some shit about your man. It's like, whoa, damn, my nigga, you out here. You all right? And Paul's Paulie's look when he says you can no longer perform as a man. Paulie looking like disgusting. Yeah, opportunity. Right, because Paula looking like, bro, I could, I could really, I could take care of that for I you. I could take it off, off your hands. You. I mean, I already snipped the panties. Like, like Paulie looking at it like, oh man, I didn't even know. I don't even feel bad no more. Like, but My you man, know what? Paulie looked to the side like it should have been me. That part oh. that he definitely was should have been me. But you know what was funnier now than it it has ever been <laughs> when Carmella came. <laughs> This wasn't funny. I've watched it so many times, and it was never as funny as it was this time when I watched it. Carmela says, I happen to know <laughs> you was at my mother-in-law's wake, and you were high for 20 minutes speaking gibberish. <laughs> Fucking jaw jacking. You was up at jaw jacking bro, for 20 minutes, us, bro. Bro, tell us somebody, like... <laughs> Tell us somebody you have been speaking gibberish. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm gonna start using it. Hey, you talking gibberish? Man. gibberish. I, I haven't heard on. that in so long. That had me um, crying when I was writing notes. She said, "I happen to know for 20 minutes." Carmela, why are you paying so close attention? And how long were you looking at the clock? Nah, at me? Yeah, listen, I get Carmela. I'm shooting Carmela some bail because of a nigga, especially in a setting like a funeral. Like, this nigga just came up and started talking nonsense to me. Bro. Like, what the fuck is he old, bro? Like, you all right? You know, they say. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so much funnier this time than it was. anything. But Chris, uh, so that they're going through it, and, and Tony's like, you know, it's not, you know, it's Tony's not about me. When he found out about the dog. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. The you facial acts, like you always talking about uh, James Gaudafini's facial reactions, man. He, this was a master class, nigga. Uh, bro. <laughs> He's so mad. He's so mad. He was triggered. Like, he was genuinely triggered. He's like, wait, wait, what? Like, like nothing don't... else bothered him. He didn't, he didn't, he oh, wasn't disaffected shit, when he, he seen the bruises of Adriana. But when bro. that man heard, and you, you suffered, killed and you killed, killed my dog, that man looked like, wait, wait, what? And then I cried again. When Paulie says, <laughs> "Was it Bark? <laughs> what? Like, because ba- Paulie's not an understanding character. So this, the fact that he tries to understand how you killed the dog. Wait, was he barking? It's like dogs bark, bro. Like, but that would have been good enough for Paulie. <laughs> like, like babies cry. Like, wait, was he crying? Did you you get rid of the baby? Because like it was just so funny to me, bro. I it's like, wait, was he?" I, I swear, bro. This everything is... about because even the fact that Seal wrote that down and read it, yeah, that was so simple. But he could have just said it the same way Paulie did. But that nigga said he really took to heart the instructions. All right, write it down, say it. Yeah, <laughs> the hair was in the toilet water. Disgusting. The fact that Seal wrote right. disgusting, as, disgusting. A, as, as a sentence as a that dog. was a sentence. Yes. <laughs> That's on the paper. That's on, on, that's that's on, on the, the paper. paper. Like he's and not put that shit it. down. Like I said, my piece. Well, you and you got to think too, because like a few episodes, last episode when Paulie was like, when the episode before last, where uh, Silvio Tony was like, you think anything's weird with Ralph about women? And he was just like, I mean, he beat women, uh, like that the girl that used to work at the Bing. Wait, what? What was it for again? So it shows like, okay, Silvio, if it's not mob things, he's not staying locked into these other affairs, right? 
So it's fun. So it makes sense to me when he writes down versus previous episodes. He's thinking about, you know what? This is when Big P became a rat. And he can remember that when he came down to Tony's basement. But when we talk about civilian affairs, he got to write stuff down because he's not locked into that at all. So I think that's just a great through line. We talk about Paulie writing that down. Like one day when you came into being, he had to really sit down and think about this. And he had to write it down. Like, it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, that, that, this, this scene is like, oh, now my mother. Uh, fuck that. Fuck now. that. Supposed to be non-judgmental. Fuck that. Let him take his medicine, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck this intervention shit. We about to get real. And, to- and, and that's and when bro, the shit go off the hinges. It when is. Tony said, "I know what it's like to lose a pet." Literally, the whole room it was like a collective sigh and an eye <laughs> yeah. roll. Like, like this motherfucker go with this horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. It's that one person. Like they looking for somebody to relate. And nobody does. Kind of like Chris me. get his. Uh, Chris get his mic on. Chris get his mic on from uh, Why Did I Get Married? Just started airing oh, the whole room out. Mic. Oh, he aired out. Like um, okay, then y'all y'all on me. Okay, uh, then oh, yeah, doing that. What about you, Seal? You fucking everybody at the Bing. Nigga, <laughs> Paulie, the Russian. Yeah, and in his eyes, bro. Um, obviously we know we know the comment that he says, uh, you know, to Tony, but I'm not going to relabor it because of the real life events. And I think recently I seen on Instagram something's coming out about James Gandolfini, but we stand behind him and we're not we're not going to support any of those negative, unauthorized um, writings about James Gandolfini. Um, I seen some recently. I didn't send it to y'all, but I, I just didn't like it either. It was nasty work, but uh, but yeah, it's just a great scene, man. It's it's very funny. The funniest scene, man. I yeah. I Probably the funniest scene of the Sopranos. Oh, it absolutely is. It, I remember crying at work. I was trying so hard not to laugh out loud, bro. This is one of the hardest things. I was listening to a podcast and they was playing the clip. I tried so hard not to laugh, bro. Like, I think I still spit and laughed and everything. <laughs> the funniest, hold on, man. One of the funniest underrated. To walk over. <laughs> Listen, one of the funniest. It's so it's so quick that you can watch this a million times and never catch it. We know what he says about his mom when Chris calls her, you know, see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But the way she, her mouth is open, like she gasps, like <clears throat> what she says it. You can only see it for a very split second. But her reaction and then Paulie swings on her. That's just hilarious. And, and then Dominic getting pushed out the way because Seal knocks him down. Man, Thank my you, favorite man. is how, how Seal's, I mean, how... Uh... Paulie sized him up on the walk over there. It was a slow, like usually when you gonna hit a nigga, it's fast. Like it's all one action. Yeah. Like he took like three or four small steps and then sized him up and hit him. And then my other takeaway was Benny. Benny got over there quick. He Benny had to get got some busy. frustration out over. Man. Nah, Benny got Benny stayed getting his ass whooped. Benny stayed catching the hook on straight. He was working him. He was working him, and then Chris got the punch in on him, and it made me think of a future scene. Yeah, when we yes. get with Artie, and then a future scene <laughs> with <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Like damn, poor Benny, man. Yeah, man. The mastermind, the uh, uh, Furio. Furio was in there too, though, right? Nah, Furio was chilling. Furio, Furio was like, man, I, I got adopted. Like, okay, maybe I, I, I got to do with this. Nah, Furio was chilling, man. Furio, man, I got adopted by these niggas, man. I ain't about to right, jump yeah, into yeah. this shit. Oh, you're right. Okay, that was okay. I thought that was him in the, getting the kicks off, but. Yeah, nah, Furio's in the corner. There was no, I, cause I, I trust me, I rewound it and looked Furio for it. Didn't make it. Yeah, he didn't make it over there. He was he in Furio, the same yeah, place. He, 
Yeah. Him and Carmelo was in similar positions in different sides of the room, just squealed up against the wall. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right, exactly. Carmelo yeah, acts like this is the craziest shit she ever seen in her life. She always does this, don't she? Them niggas oh, was kicking bro. his shit, bro. They was whooping his ass. Bro, they was getting a that was great. Punt, punt kicker off right now, bro. But it was the funniest scene by far uh, uh, in the Sopranos <laughs> as far as the whole sequence. Now, yeah. I would argue like a veto scene later, the blood pressure, that, that would be funnier for me. But as a whole scene, look at it. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, That'll uh, never not be funny. I don't care how many times I hear it. I, I promise it's a, you it it's a joke. It's hilarious to me. Yeah, it is. It's the excuses that make <laughs> it. That's funny. the best shit you came up with on the spot. It's, that's it's what, a joke. You can't explain this, my nigga. Bro, you can't. That's why <laughs> I can't wait. Like, people, like, I feel like this was unnecessary to do as a storyline. I'm like, nah, y'all niggas is bugging. This is one of the funniest soprano stories because it's the excuses, not the um, classification. It's just the excuses that make it so funny, but we'll get there. Yeah, um, Johnny Cakes, all that. That whole all shit is crazy, that. man. Like, you got to wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> you want some sausage with that, bro? You gotta wait for that. Is oh, all right. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> oh man, I swear I cannot wait. We're about to get to some banger after banger episodes, dude. But, hey man, uh, don't use banger after banger oh, in bad, that bad. sense, uh, bro. Hit, hit not in that, hit. not right now. Yeah. Can I say hit after hit? Is that not working? Yeah, man. You, you talk about Johnny Case and then say banger after banger. That's crazy. Ah, yeah, take it easy. <laughs> It's a joke. <laughs> right. Uh, Chris is at the hospital. Tony just says that, you know, you're you're only alive because you're my nephew. And normally people would uh, get, he said, normally people get an intervention in the back of the head. Um, and he says that Patsy will be watching you during your rehab stay. Anything I want to add to that? Um, just real quick. He slipped off the kitchen counter spraying for ants. Listen. If that's what the fuck they told you, then that's what happened. Don't come to me with that bullshit. I asked you if he's doing eyes. Yeah, man. This was a clever ass. You're not a police investigator. Exactly. And I love the I love Tony's response. Well, he was wearing socks. Just get the fuck out of my face. Mm. <laughs> and he told him without telling him. He told Chris without telling him. Listen, Pat. If you need anything at all, Patsy will be right around the corner. Anything, my nigga. If you want your head blown off. <laughs> then leave this facility and I guarantee you. Right. So looking for some dope if you want to. Yeah. That's facts. Uh poor Patsy, man. I gotta be in Pennsylvania for however long until nigga, I got a wife. Nigga, I got I got shit to do. I got I got drops to pick up. Did y'all feel sorry for Christopher? What did he, how did they fucking get to this? It was it Fuck no. Nah. <laughs> nah. I wonder how do y'all think, think? Do y'all think Patsy is the differently. equivalent, or should it? Should, do y'all think he should have had somebody else, like a Benny, little Paulie? No, because you got you got to have somebody that's going to get it done. Okay. Yeah, yeah Benny ain't getting it done, cool. and none of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Benny just got punched by Chris. He might have had Benny on his mind, and then he saw a right hand uh, <laughs> come across his face from Chris. I'm like, nah, never mind. Nah. Um, I do feel Spike. I guess to your point, on a human level, there is some compassion. Because you can't judge, you can't judge, but you have to be very emotionally mature to understand that the person that somebody is when they're on drugs and addicted like that isn't necessarily the person that they are, you know, deep down. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure there was that questioning of, damn, because we know Chris from season one and all that. Like, damn, how did it get to this? And my nigga, you just took a crazy turn. Like, dog, you used, used to be my dog. He was in my left titty. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I, I, I shout out to you, Spike, for finishing that lyric. Um, but yeah, it, 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 there's a small bit, but Mo, you make the point all the time. We get the inside track of their life. So when you know these things, it's hard to be sympathetic. Cause I'm like, bro, you yeah. killed your dog. You, you you don't give a fuck. You ain't sympathetic about nothing you do. So why should we be symp- sympathetic yeah. about you? Yeah, facts. But on a human level, yeah, like, you know, it is yeah. sad to see. Yeah. Um, Tony, Tony, and Svetlana. There's a, now here's the moment, and this is the moment. Another moment that I think David Chase was speaking through his script. Uh, well, maybe the writers and the collaboration, however, it came to this point because when she said this, it hit different in comparison to Melfi, the things Melfi has said this season. And what she says is that the trouble with you Americans, you expect nothing bad to ever happen when the rest of the world expects only bad to happen and they're not disappointed. You have everything and still you complain. You lie on couches and cry to psychiatrists. You got you got too much time to think about yourselves. Bro. Dog. Listen, that's spot on. Spot on, man. That, that, I do think about that in societal terms because where we are today, mm-hmm. uh, when you talk about things like cancel culture and all that, I think we're finally reaching a point. I won't say finally, but I think everybody's reaching a point where they don't fight the truth. I, I don't care. Like, I don't really care about getting canceled or X, Y, and Z. Like, I'm going to say what I feel, and however you take it, it's how you take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think things are getting to that point to, to what he's talking about. Everybody's on their psychiatrist and kind of feeling sorry for themselves. And it's like, bro, the rest of the world, you know, people say it like little Duval said all the time. Like, nigga, if y'all, lived, if y'all went to a ghetto in one of these third world countries, y'all wouldn't talk about the ghettos here. Like, this shit, it's real out here in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks. That's a great example. And it was a, and it was a, it was a reminder that's something needed. Yeah, for sure. Like, where's, you know, no, I was I was only going to say, especially knowing her background and where she comes from, she mm-hmm. has she can say that mm-hmm. and say that confidently. Mm-hmm. Like I still over here and I made it. Did they make her look better? Like, she didn't look like this in in any of the previous seasons. Bro. She like, didn't. Man. I mean, what, I mean, what are you what are you trying to say, Spike? They put a little extra <laughs> makeup in. I, I seen what Tony seen for a second. Oh, or did you see what Tony seen? You seen what before. I seen when I spoke about uh, at least the cousin? Yeah, y'all laughed me out the room. You seen this? They did laugh you out the room. Y'all laughed me out the room when I said that. That's bro. That's my point. It wasn't there then. Like you was stretching it. You was like, ah, right, I can make this. Right. You was like, I can make this something. She was sitting there like she was something. It's my point. It was just two different things. Like you was stretching it to be that. I gotta go in back, that bro, moment. I, right I don't. There, she was that. She was that. She looked good right there. But she would. I really don't think there was a time she looked bad. They just didn't give us a lot of time. I ain't saying she looked bad. She looked bad, but she didn't look like this. Sexy. Yeah, she she looked like sexy right here. Okay. I could see Tony well, where, doing where, it. Right where, here. Do, where do we? Where do we? Where do we put her in, in rankings of, of of looks? Do we? She. So I imagine she's probably not above uh, Valentina for you. She. She. She can't be no higher than fourth. Okay, four. She don't have so, her cousin. She don't have so, Valentina. So Valentina's number one right now for y'all, or yes. Yeah, Gloria number two. Gloria's number mm-hmm. two. And the rest Who's number three. So where where does Meadow at this college age follow anywhere or no? Whoa. I thought we were just talking about Tony's. Oh, Gumar. Tony's Gumar. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's, gotcha. that's the only only I was only, only thing I was considering. I would put Meadow. Oh, well, if we okay, if we're going Tony then I probably go Gloria Valentina than her. So you putting Val- you putting her over the 
her, her cousin. Irina. I might put her over Irina too. I, I, I put over Irina's definitely just because Irina's point. annoying. She's annoying. Irina yeah. had a little bit more of a personality, I put it, but Svetlana is a real person. Like that's what makes that's part of her attractiveness. Yeah, it's it's it, it's something attractive about I don't really need you. It's just something attractive about that that challenge, you know what I'm saying? And she has that. So um so maybe, maybe they gave her that look, maybe they gave her that actress look that he's speaking about. Um, but they she goes through that whole thing and Tony appreciates that and he knows that it, it speaks to him. And then, you know, he gets his joint cop. Uh, you got a one-legged one now, huh? <laughs> like Tony is. This is, this is dark tone. This is dark tone. Like, that's what I said, bro. Dark tone. Like, this man. That's one of those random. That's one of those random quotes. Like, even like, I, I could just be walking through the crib and just randomly say, that. so you got a one-legged one now. One now. Like, like yeah, it's just. <laughs> Oh, it's shit. like, bro, that made no difference to Tony. Like, I, I don't even know the. Adam. All right, I can't even go there. I don't even want to go there, man. Shouts out to, uh, never mind. Just <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I don't even know how to word it. Um, but Christopher, Christopher checks in the rehab. I don't got nothing else to add. Patsy's in the hallway, but that that's pretty much it. Um. Adriana is slow. Like just love struck would be a better term to use, but man, it, it is crazy. It is. The emotional roller coaster that this man has taken her on more than halfway through this series, man. It is wild that she still gets emotional. With some point with other races of women, it's just gonna be like, you know yeah. what? Fuck it. If you figure it out, come holler at me. <laughs> like, but still breaking down, still breaking down and crying and like Man, it's a lot of women that ain't going that far, bro. Especially when you have a clean exit. You don't got no kids. You don't got no assets. There's nothing tying you to him. Man, you can yeah, go. But yeah, for her to be that emotional with no kind of tie-in is insane to me. Yeah, not married either. Like it, it just. It, I think it. I think a lot of it ties into her upbringing. We don't get that backstory, but in, my, in in theory land for me, it's it's it ties into her upbringing. What she's seen her mom go through, and somehow maybe having the idea of this is what love is toxic relationship. And I think that she thinks that we're gonna you know on the other side of this we're gonna make it. We're gonna be better. He's you know, and it's just unfortunate. That's why. Hmm. When status changed for Chris, I'm just going to put it that way. We don't never really embrace the next. And I'm going to put it that way. That's I don't think I'm spoiling anything when I say that. We don't really embrace the next because of this. Uh, but, yeah. Um, we get Tony, another t- scene with Tony and Svetlana. And Tony pretty much like, yeah, you know, I, I got some things coming up, but I'll call you when I get a chance. Svetlana pretty much breaks it off with Tony. She says, she said, I got my own problems. <laughs> hit, her with the, hit, hit her with the hit him with the Paulie. And this nigga's like tripping about like the fact that like, bro, she's not tripping about she's not she's not tripping about you. Like she like your qualities. You got some good masculine qualities, but bro, she ain't bugging about you at all, bro. Um, anything I want to add to that scene? Male ego's a motherfucker, man. Yeah. Yep. You you don't want to call. You cut it off with me. Thanks. Especially when you look at somebody, you look down. I hate to say this. This is terrible, but like when you look. Like you, you're you're not on my level. That's the cleanest way I can put it. Like you're not on my level. We just got 
we just got intimate. We got busy and you're not on my level for real. And then you kind of want to ghost me for real. It's like, in my head, I was giving you a chance. <laughs> like, so I, I get, I get where Tony coming from, but like, yeah, I, I love this. This is, if, if there's any moment of women empowerment, this is one of those moments. It's like, bro, even with the, even with the one pinyon, I, I don't, I'm cool. Like, man and man, oh man, that nurse coming home set off a chain of events for my dog Tony. Mm. I don't even remember where that lands, bro. So that's that's what you mean. You don't know where that lands. White caps. That's where that lands. Oh, the, that's how the info. Oh, that's yes, that the, nurse walking in. Yeah. Oh, that's how the info. Ah, you see the look she gives ASAP. Like on some, what you doing? She ah, I know you was coming home so soon. Ah, gotcha. Wasn't expecting you back so soon. Yeah, they all in the same circle. Mm. Furio, he's sitting in the dark and he's thinking. It almost, it almost kind of looked like, to me, in a weird way, it looked like Artie's home when he was crying and drinking the wine. I don't know. That's that's about all I got from that scene. Um, Tony's at home and he's reading. He's reading this note and it says, "Tony, I'm at I'm at the Charles Hotel." Uh, she leaves a number. AJ is at Patrick's. Rigatoni in the fridge. Love you. I don't know why she's at the hotel. I, did y'all gather why that why she was at the hotel? I, I, I guess we're to assume that she's in a bad space and just wants some time away. Hmm. And she's thinking about Furio. Okay. Um, but then we just kind of get this little comparison between That was her moment to go over Furio instead of the hotel. It, it, get okay, so I go back to what y'all was saying, like it should have just she should have got it off. Something should have happened. It would have validated the story. It should have been a lie. Yeah, that note should have been a lie. Yeah, that, that's just it. Just she didn't want it as bad as she thinks she did because you want you want Tony's money more than you want you want that. You know what I mean? You want it so, uh, and the status and everything to come the lifestyle. You want the lifestyle more than the the man of uh, Furio. But yeah, we see it's that almost they, like they tried to trick us. Like Furio was cooking dinner and shit. Like he, like Carm was going to come over to. You, is that what so you got? Like they try, yeah, it was like they tried to trick us. Okay, that maybe she was lying. That note was a. Off though, and this we was finally gonna get the moment. He pouring the wine up, he fixing the pasta and shit. Mm. Tony kept fixing, using the microwave, drinking milk. Just like the comparison, and you know him getting what he deserves. Mm -hmm. But that never happened. Yeah, it is I a little odd. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I, I just gonna make they just doing a comparison thing. But go ahead. I was gonna say it's a little odd that Tony didn't really have a reaction. Uh, we see how much he likes to control what Carmela does and the box that she's in. Um, he didn't even getting into real estate and all that stuff. Like, yeah, he didn't even call her to see. Like, that would that would be odd to Tony. Like, man, you at the hotel? What's going on? Why? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, just the fact that he should have he would have questioned it. Maybe the note put him at ease because you know, uh, she let me know where she was. She let me know where AJ was. She she got dinner, got ready for me. She said, "Love you." I right, maybe this is just some shit. Maybe she there for something else. And we already know. I guess it's the most important part. Tony doesn't even see her to begin with. Tony probably don't even care to ask. Furio would have asked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tony don't care. Like, ah, right, you out cool. Yeah, after I'm I, sure any, I'm sure any man will tell you, like, ain't no, ain't no better time than having a crib to oh yourself. God, Mo, know this. You married? <sighs> well, that, that I'm about to dip. And you like, yes. Hey, <laughs> hey, look. You don't want me to go either. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, take it easy. I can play Madden <laughs> in peace. <laughs> hey, take it easy. You hear me? 
Uh, but yeah, uh, yep. That's and she said that with Rose. Like she make he makes me feel like I'm beautiful. Makes you like feel like I'm heard and I'm seen. She she I didn't get to say that in the role conversation, but yeah. Uh, and then you last, sound, you, you sound like you're 15 years old. Yeah, that part <laughs> for real. Um, old ass mom. Teenage fever on some Drake. Uh, scene 30. Uh, the last scene we get Paulie puts the new painting up, but he still has this feeling he's being watched. I think. He just kind of looks up and he looks back again and got that that vibe. And I just feel like these are seeds painted. Anything I want to add to that last Pauly scene? Nah. Nah. All right. And that is season four, episode 10. The strong, silent type. Lastly, before we get into our rankings, why do y'all think they use this one as a strong silent type? Do y'all have any theory or idea why? Because it's like that that is a strong theme. I that was something I wanted to bring up before we got out of here. I I just it seemed not weird, but it's like why this one being the strong silent type? That's all for me. I guess it I guess it alludes to who you think it may be referring to. Hmm. I it could be referring to to Carmella being strong and silent about how she's being treated with Tony and, and not acting on her temptations with Furio. It could be about Furio, mm. him like having the strength to step back when he knows something was going to go awry with him and Carmella because it was getting too close. Um, it could be about Chris not mentioning what he knows about Ralph, even though they had him in the fire in the intervention. It could be about You're Tony. Weak. <laughs> yeah, it could be about Tony. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just so I, I think that there's a couple of different characters that the title could apply to, which is why they use it in this episode. Okay. All right. Well, before we get out of here, we leave y'all with some rankings. Uh, Spike Lou, how do you rank this yep. episode? This is a made episode. Let's go. Bam, bam, bam. Not, not a lot of the plot moves on. Like the plot does move some, but it wasn't a, any big plot movements. But just this is one of the most memorable episodes of the whole shebang. So mm-hmm. this is definitely a made episode. I like it. No brainer. Rich. Bring those brooms out, man. It's made. Eh? It's got to be a sweep. It's got to be a sweep. Bro, it's absolutely made. This is a made episode. So we back to back on trips. That's crazy. Whoever did this is the strong silent type. Uh oh. I, I, I'm interested to see where next week goes. Well, I guess the next week when we review an episode as a trip. Uh, Spike, who gets the good earner chain for this episode? I think the good earner chain for this episode goes to. I don't want to give it to Tony, which is obvious. I'm gonna give it to Johnny Sack. I know y'all didn't like this scene of him really? right here, but I I do think that it get, we're fans of Tony. That's why we're watching the show. It gave Tony an out. Like even though he was trying to play Tony and get something from him, it gave Tony a much needed out to stop the scuttlebutt amongst the crew of like, hey, he, he filed. But now Tony got a whole new like, nah, this so, is what happened. So Johnny Sack get the chain for this? Sack. Yeah, because Johnny Sack had a. Pressed his, pressed his issue like nah you got me fucked up I want my money 
And mm. Tony would have never had this out. So indirectly, I say Johnny Sack is the the winner of this. Okay. I give it to Johnny Sack, man. What say you, Rich? For some reason, I feel like Paulie's the right answer. Mm. Um, <laughs> this might be the first one that I have trouble explaining um, to make a point, but it just felt right. <clears throat> Tony, excuse me, Paulie got rid of an enemy. He didn't get rid of him per se, but his enemy's gone. Uh, you get him out the picture. He's got this pain of Tony. He's he's now fully cemented out of prison. He's back in the swing of things. Yeah, there's still some beef, but we didn't see it this episode. He finds his way back, like on the inner track when he gets to talk to Seal out there. You know what I mean? Like, hey, don't you think this is a little bit weird? It just seems like he's getting welcomed back where I guess he's back into the swing of where he was before he went away. Um, and that's going to change. There's going to be some conversations before the season ends. Um, and then obviously we'll see. I don't want to say too much, but Paulie for some reason just felt like the right pick. Mm. Swung on Chris. <laughs> Got him up out of here. Stole on him from his mama. Yeah, man. Uh, that's a good pick. Twenty thousand dollar painting. Yeah, man. We out. We out. He kind of. Yeah, he got the got the betting money off the ta- off the pool table. Yeah, man. He did a little small wins throughout the small wins today. Yeah, it was the first time since he's been out of jail where I didn't like feel like Tony was bitching and that's excuse me, Chris or Paulie was bitching and just a nuisance and a headache to everybody. He felt he felt pretty good knowing that Ralph was probably gone. So yeah, that, that's a good pick. Uh, I'm going Adriana LaServa. Come cool. hell or hot water. As, as rough as it took, she got her man to rehab. It, it was a rough, it was very challenging for her to get that. I mean, unfortunately, she had to take some physical abuse, verbal abuse, but with the village that they have in the mob, she was able to get that nigga in rehab so that in her mind, the possibility of him being the man that she believed he could be is on the table. So I got to give it to Adriana. I hate how it got there, but nonetheless, she got that man in rehab. And so I give Adriana the good earning chain this episode. Spike Lou gets the Broken Balls Award. <laughs> Dominic, man. Dominic just trying to hold interventions and be therapist out here, man. A two-time loser. <laughs> Two-time loser just trying to turn his life around, get called out for stealing pork loins, and had an intervention <laughs> that went totally left field. Could not be good for his Yelp reviews, man. So Yelp reviews. That's good. Uh, Rich, who, who gets the broken balls man. from you, man? That is hilarious. Um, maybe not the broken balls, but the broken neck. Cosette. Ooh, um, got her a- up out of here, man. Uh, <laughs> that bro, <laughs> ah, that was nasty. That, I can't believe that was the fastest. That was a nasty one, right? That was really nasty, right there, bro. That's why I'm getting weak, man, because I know I ain't shit. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know I ain't shit, man. But uh, <laughs> I think you speak for a lot of us. Yeah, man. Uh, cassette, man. Just chilling, minding your business. Next thing you know. This nigga just sit on you and it's over and don't give a fuck. Don't even notice it. Like, if I sit on the, uh, uh, my cell phone or remote, nigga, I notice that. Like, damn, damn you got a whole living creature underneath you. You don't, man. So R.I.P. Cosette, man. We, you know, I know there's a lot of laughs, but it was just, that's it was right just thing. remembering. Yeah, the last were just remembering the good times we had with you. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and, you know and I'm gonna go Benny Fazio, man. Uh, <laughs> Benny, the only person. Benny's the only person 
that when you're in an intervention and you got a gang of y'all mobsters, all of y'all are jumping this dude and you're the one person that lets the, the junkie get still back on you like that. And then on, on top of that, picking up Carmela and she pretty much treat you like the spook at the door is crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> Benny Fazio. Like. <laughs> and lastly, Spike, what is your, f- I, this might be trips too. This, but what, this, do you even got to ask? Yeah, so I guess I think the easier thing would be what's your second favorite? What's your second favorite? Ah, second? there you go. That's that's what you do. Yeah, because the intervention, come on. Yeah, okay, so what what is the that's, the that's next best? By, by far the yeah, the best one. Um my second favorite. Now I haven't really given this much thought. Rich, you want to go first? Hmm. Yeah. yeah um my second favorite is going to be this Vesuvio scene with Patsy, um oh. Albert and Seal. It just it showed the dynamics changing. This would have never happened in season three or season one, or even earlier this season. You would have never got Seal talking about we off the record. You would have never even got anybody questioning um, Tony's position. And should we, you know, start a mutiny? Should we take action? Should we put this in our own hands and get them up out of here? Maybe do a little bit more digging to see if we can prove this and have a real solid ground, real solid ground to stand on. Um, to let Seal do the job and continue with the things of ours. This is about tradition. You know what I'm saying? Centuries and centuries of tradition, yo. Like this, Tony can't just come in and change the rules because he sees fit. That ain't what this thing is about. So the fact that we see that and we see the capos finally like stepping up for themselves, it was just a whole different tone. And it goes with what we were talking about and what that listener um, left a review about. Just listen, this is a different, mm-hmm. this is a different version. This is shit starting to turn dark. And if you know this series and you've seen it, then you absolutely know what we're talking about. If you have it, then buckle up because buckle up. All that sweet, all that sweet and everything cool, the sweet mm-hmm. shit, that shit gone. Tony different, man. He gone. Yeah. He out of here. That's facts. Um, so that was that was my second favorite scene throughout the episode. I like that. Mine is the uh scene after Johnny Sack meet when he went to tell the boys and, and made the pivot on what happened mm-hmm. around. Great That's a good pick. pick. That was really good. Yeah. Um and mines would be Adriana get mad at Chris for killing Cosette. Like just like the way she cussed and cried, like, are you crazy? Like I I can't tell you like the pauses and the breakdown, like her looking for it and like going into that like F like going into the room. I don't want another dog. Like it was so good from an acting standpoint from Drea DiMatteo. So and then even obviously uh Chris, Michael Imperioli. So that's definitely mines. Um, and that is our episode. Um, thank y'all for tuning in again. And for those that are new, thank y'all for rock, rocking with us for this long. We we have long formatted podcasts, but y'all can go on the roller coaster ride with us as we uh, have fun, do deep breakdowns, and even get ignorant from time to time. Um, the next few the next few weeks, we're gonna get something very interesting from the crew, uh, from the Good Earners crew, uh, a glorified crew, if you want to call it. Um, so we look look stay on the uh look out for that subscribe on apple as well as spotify um go check out the poll i put out a poll last week um yeah and i asked <laughs> did ralph <laughs> take it easy <laughs> i put out a voting poll Thank last you. week did ralph kill <laughs> pile my yes or no as crazy as it sounds and the synopsis dude in the beginning took a lot of liberties as far as just guessing that all the signs pointed to ralph doing that i get to say that at the front oh yeah at first the first one we had he's like writings on the wall i don't really see it that way but Hmm. shout out to you 
Yeah, uh, but people people said yes, uh, Ralph. And then I think I've asked a few weeks ago, uh, Valentina or Gloria. I gotta go back and look, but I think they said Valentina. But absolutely. Um, but yeah, so y'all just uh, hit us up, Good Earner Pod underscore Sopranos on Instagram for your questions, concepts. Immediately hit us, Good Earner Pod at gmail.com. Subscribe on YouTube for the visual. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. And remember, don't forget about it.